0: all right it is tuesday show me the money club live tuesdays 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific myself and sergio sergio what's going on how you doing today doing great buddy how are you oh i'm fantastic welcome everybody um we got a great show for you we're going to change up our intro just a little bit uh first we are going to do our uh ad read in just a moment and then we have uh adam coming on adam warner who is the head of u.s operations for Indrive. Uh, so this is a new company, well, not a new company, but newer to the states that's coming in, Rideshare Company. Um, they're over all over the world uh, in different areas. So uh, they are breaking ground into the US in Miami. So we're gonna be talking to Adam in just a few moments. Um, but first, we want to thank today's sponsor, MIMO. So if you're looking to level up your financial game, let me introduce you to MIMO, your financial companion. Uh, mimo is the mobile app designed for self-employed workers like you and it's going to bring all your income sources together so uber lyft other sources doordash whatever it might be you can put it into one app and effortlessly track your earnings across all of your gigs Uh, but that's not all mimo also helps you hit your financial goals by automatically tracking your progress helping you stay motivated and earn more every step of the way mimo users who set a goal in app usually make up to 12% more than users who don't, which means you can get to your f- financial goals quicker. And when it comes to taxes, MIMO has you covered. You can get free tax estimates as you earn, so you always know what you owe, which will save you serious money on expensive accountant fees, and you can get your answers to important tax questions for free instantly with MIMO's built-in AI accountant. Make sure you check out the link in the description below and download the app. Not only that, it's a free app, so. Uh, you can check it out and go from there. All right, Sergio. All right,
1: yeah. Ready? Um, you're...
0: Oh, <laughs> no, what were you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. OK, I was going to say you're ready to bring on Adam Warner from Inderive? Yes, yes, definitely. All right. Adam, welcome.
1: Thank you all. How are you all doing today?
0: Hey, Adam, how are you? Um, first of all, thank you
2: for showing up. I know you're at the airport traveling, um, you know, uh, i mean we we tried to set this up for the last couple of weeks and really much appreciated that you showed up um we're gonna try to do this fast and get you out of here but uh sure. you have you, you, you as much time as you want we'll, you know obviously we'll have some questions um you know uh from our viewers if we do then we'll, we'll just direct them to you via email or now so you know introduce yourself a little bit um what you did before and uh, about in drive talk a little bit about the company in general
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, hey everybody, my name is Adam Warner. I'm currently running operations for InDrive and bringing this new rideshare model here to the United States. So we're excited to be here. Um, Previous to coming here, I did work for Lyft for almost five years before. So I know I, I know your viewers out there have many questions, but um, have been in the rideshare space for quite a long time, and so looking forward to bringing something new and and really taking what I've learned from my previous experiences to to bring something new and exciting to the United States. So, really excited.
2: Yeah. So, how many countries is InDrive in at the
1: moment? Yeah. So currently, InDrive is the world's m- most downloaded, the second most downloaded rideshare app, and operates in more um, than six hundred and fifty-five cities in forty-eight countries. Right now. Wow. Wow. Okay.
2: So um, what made you guys decide specifically Miami and specifically now? I mean, look, we're a ride share yeah. channel, obviously, you know, we speak to thousands of drivers. Um, you know, obviously, there are some people who are happy doing what they're doing. But the trend over the last, as you know, from Lyft as well, the trend over the last decade for the drivers has not been their friend as far as earnings are concerned, right? So there right. is always this this, just thought that, you know, well, what if somebody stepped up? What if somebody did that? And all the drivers say that, but to us, the important thing is, you know, getting the drivers is easy, you know, getting the passengers, getting enough density to to keep those drivers busy like Uber and Lyft has done is a really, really difficult thing to do. So, you know, please talk a little bit about that. What you uh, guys are doing when it comes to uh, creating demand and obviously signing up drivers?
1: Yeah. Like you said, I, I do think that getting drivers, um, and and getting somebody excited about a new earning potential opportunity, right? People in this space, um, we want to be able to provide as many opportunities for those drivers to to make it happen and and live the life that they want to live. For us in Miami specifically, um, we are in all over the world, like we stated at the beginning. Um, Some of our largest markets are Mexico, Colombia, Brazil, all through kind of our Latin American communities. And so with the diverse and beautiful population that currently resides in Miami, a lot of the drivers and passengers, like you're talking about that demand, have used us in countries all around the world. And so it's kind of like a really interesting connection to bring this to the marketplace um, through that experience of people who've used our product before. Um, and so by that alone, we're kind of driving that word of mouth through the South Florida area, um, to help us continue to, to, to grow, um, and, and learn yeah. about whether or not does this bidding process that we'll talk about, will it work in the United States? And yeah. so we're, we're, we're learning a lot so far.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we can actually tell you, uh, that I've had so much interest in emails, but, uh couple or three of our viewers who are in the chat at the moment that I see um, have already uh, applied to Drive for in, in Drive. And actually, one of them just got uh, finished with his background check. Look, we're all ride-share drivers. We complain about everything, okay? <laughs> so, okay. So, so, you know, they all go like, oh, my God, this is taking so long, the background check. I'm like, well, you know, you have to get used to that. But I'm sure you're used to that from Lyft days, right? <laughs> because you know even when we make money we complain we don't make money we complain we just complain okay but uh, so how many drivers did you sign up so far uh in miami and uh, are there any glitches as far as the app or the sign up process
1: um so what i'll tell you is like we kind of had like an individual goal of just having a few thousand drivers kind of at launch um we're we're definitely pushing over uh, around ten thousand drivers right now in south florida so Exceeding my expectations at this point in time. So, um, I think the process is going smooth. We're still learning. Um, there's a lot more um, rules and regulations when it comes to having a TNC license um, here in the United States. And so, as we're kind of teaching this world brand, you know, what does it take to be here in the United States? You know, we're, we're going through those processes. I am seeing the feedback from the drivers who are signing up where the background check isn't taking too long. So we're we're definitely working with our support staff to listen, pay attention, try to course correct any of these opportunities as that feedback continues to go in. So I do appreciate it. Continue to provide that feedback to us. Um, We want to hear from you. It's the only way that I'm going to be able to make this better.
2: Yeah. Um, So you just mentioned TNC license. So let's get the legalities out of the way. Does InDrive have a TNC license? Obviously they have to. And the second sticking point that we need to talk about is, you know, obviously you're at Lyft. So you know about period one, period two, period three, you yeah. know, um, the, the the commercial insurance situation. You know, I'm, I'm very involved with these companies. So I listen to their conference calls continuously when their earnings come out. And both companies are complaining that commercial insurance rates that they provide, especially in period three, are going through the roof, Right. So those two yeah. questions are going to be important because also the the passengers are used to be having that protection, right? So mm-hmm. TNC license and commercial insurance. Let's talk a couple of minutes about those issues.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Do we have our TNC license? Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. It, it, it's just part of the rules and regulations to get into the game and, and to make sure that we are a qualified competitor in this space. So it's very important. So yes to that. Um, also, with that TNC regulation and license, you have to have the the, the insurance. Um, I saw on your 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 show just a couple of days ago. You went through and talked about our insurance um, and how you kind of already described period one, period two, and period three. Um, so that's in place both for the driver and the passenger's um, safety. So is it on period following...
2: two and three, or just period three? What you know, run us through that real quick
1: it's covered from period one, period two, and period three.
2: Okay. And do you know what the deductible is on these policies?
1: Um, I have it for sure. You 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 saw the right from the app. I can pull okay. it up. But, no, no, it's you okay.
2: Know. I mean, they, you know, we know Ubers and Lyft used to be less, now they're twenty five hundred. Um, if it's something similar, I'm sure it's doable. So, it's similar, so, so, um, you know, now that we covered the legalities, let's get to the fun part, okay? So, I'm in Miami, right? I'm, I'm like okay. last week, I was in Denver actually, and and you know, I use Uber and Lyft quite a bit. <laughs> so, I'm like, you know, to me, the important thing is as a passenger are two things, right? And okay. how fast can you pick me up, and how much is it going to cost me? Because an Uber car or driver or or a Lyft is going to do the same thing for me pick up point A, drop off point B safely, hopefully. Although one of the cars should not have been on the platform, but it's okay. So here's the deal. So I'm in Miami. Sure. I turn my app on as a passenger. Yep. How does it work? Tell, tell us, walk us through that.
1: So the, the same interface from trying to go to point A to point B. So same kind of rules apply um, as, you know, our competitors there. The difference is um, the passenger will initiate that conversation by saying how much they are willing to pay for this ride from point A to p- point B. So let's just, let's just use Miami International Airport, we're going to South Beach, You know, I'm, and I'm gonna offer $20 um, for this ride. Um, that goes out to all of the drivers within a certain radius. And so all the drivers are now seeing that Adam wants to go to South Beach, you gotta pick him up at the airport, He's, he's willing to do this ride for twenty bucks, and so from the driver they can choose to accept and go into that conversation and go, you know what, um, really, I'm. It's interesting to me, but you know, if it was twenty five dollars, I would do it. Okay. And the driver can sit there and put twenty five dollars. It comes back to me, and it would say, all right, Sergio is willing to do this ride for twenty five dollars, and then you can. Go back and forth if you choose. Um, What's also interesting and what we have found is that since it's going out to all of the drivers, the passenger in this case um, is seeing all of the drivers who are willing to do the ride and what they're willing to pay. So I have three drivers that's willing to do it for 20. I have one that's willing to do it for 22, et cetera, et cetera. And you get to see the driver, what kind of car they're in, and what's how far away are they from from my pickup point? So as a passenger, I get to choose. Am I choosing? Um, am I choosing somebody in a Chevy Suburban? Am I choosing somebody that's two minutes away from me? Um, and, and you kind of get to to play around with that um, that experience just a little bit. So we, we found that that's amazingly fun, having the freedom of choice to be able to, um, you know. Choose your experience versus the my previous experience of you know you, you hit the app and you're just matched with the driver you know you don't have any other choices you don't have a choice of what the price is um, etc. So it's completely um, built this entire marketplace is completely built by the, the driver and the passenger in this case. So right. we are not in, involved with it at all. Um, And that's what makes it completely and utterly unique because at the end of the day for the driver, I want you to be able to do your ride um, with the value that you really should be paid fairly for the work and service that you are providing. Um, And so I think that that's really critical and, and super important for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, let me just, just intercept here for a second. First of all, Personally speaking, um, uh, I think all ride-share drivers or gig workers are misclassified. That's my personal opinion. Okay, this seems to me really as close as you can get to an independent contractor reaction or initiation of an offer. You know, rebuttal of the offer, going back and forth, right? Because if I called a plumber to my house and uh, I offered them a job for three hundred. You can say, no, but I can do it for 350, and then we agree and we get it done, right? To me, right. that is kind of almost, I mean, true independent contractorship, and 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 I think drivers will enjoy that, right? And if, the, if you price yourself out of the system, you're not going to get chips. It's all up to you. So so there is no algorithm. There is no gamification. There is no gamblification, okay. There is no bells and whistles. You, yeah, yeah, no, no, and you move on, and then it is what it is, right? Um Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that's so I I think it's I think it's pretty cool. But uh, here's the, here's the other thing that I, I'm trying to um, clarify for our audience and for whoever's going to watch it and and listen on the podcast. Um, obviously, as you know from Lyft, there's Lyft standard, Lyft Lux, and you know all these things, right? Do you have those broken down in the app? Like, if I wanted a black car, can I get a black car? Obviously, I have to pay more, or do I have a you know, standard, is there like different platforms within in drives? App?
1: Yeah. So for right now, we, we're, we have lots of testing to go. So right now for our Miami launch, we do have two vehicle classes that you can choose. And really for me, I'm really thinking about, um, do you have a lot of people with you and do you need a bigger car? And okay. so instead of just kind of classifying everything out luxury and, you know, all of the different classes that you can get with our competitors. Um, I, we have a feature in there for, you know, does a regular four seater work for you? Or do you need something that's like a six seater? So right now, those are the two options um, that you can choose from. And um, as, a, as a driver, you get to choose your vehicle. You want to sit there and be on the platform and have the opportunity to sit there and kind of be in this marketplace. Um, we welcome you for sure. Okay. Bring, bring, bring your luxury cars um, this way if that's yeah. what you choose I mean, to do. Absolutely.
2: You, I mean, you can price yourself uh, accordingly, I guess, right? Absolutely. So that's, you that's absolutely more, can. Yeah, that's more freedom, actually. So, a um, couple other questions. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, hopeful that this is going to work out because, look, from what we see, and I've been a driver myself for the last seven and a half years. Um, the earnings trend has not been, you know, the driver's friend. And, And there's more bad news and there's upfront pricing and there's this... Recreate the wheel. We don't need miles and minutes. I mean, I'm like, oh, come on, where is this going? Right. But um, one of the top complaints that we get that that I get hammered every single time I open my mouth about it. And actually, reluctantly, I'm about to write an article again, you know, glutton for punishment that I am. (laughs) It's about take rates. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we know what's been happening to Uber and Lyft take rates, consistently going higher. You know, Obviously, initially, VCs were throwing the money at them. They were losing money, but now they're public companies. They have to make money, right? I'm not going to ask you how InDrive is going to make money, but talk to me a little bit about commission rates and what you're offering currently.
1: Yeah. um, Look, ultimately, right now, for the first six months of our launch in South Florida, we're not charging the drivers any so we're allowing them to take a hundred percent of the ride fare, um, excluding air, airport fees and tolls. Yeah. So we, we are taking that out. Um, so, so clearly there's an advantage to sit there and, and drive with us at this moment in time. Um, as we kind of look forward, are we going to take commission and have a, a service charge? Of course, but with us, we do have a very lean business model, um, by, you know, comparison to our competitors. We definitely rely on organic growth versus incentivized growth. Um, without incentivized models, we're able to kind of pull back in the upfront and let revenue kind of even out over time. So um, definitely kind of our strategy, both from a launch point of view, um, and then as I'm kind of thinking ahead, you know, we have to sit there and, have a competitive advantage of making sure that the drivers are bringing home more money. Right. right. Like that's, that's, that's what's really going to make us a, a player in this, in this market. Um, and so we're, we're analyzing every single operational efficiency that is necessary um, and making sure that we're being a hundred percent transparent along the way. Yeah. Cause, um, I, cause, cause I know all of the hidden stuff and, conversation i i i understand so yeah. i i don't want to play that game with with both of you or anybody that that is watching this uh going forward yeah i i you know that I mean, transparency is something has been lacking from the first
2: date right so i don't see this this is a this is not rocket science this is easy business pick up point a drop off point b why do we need this i mean you can make it as complicated as you want obviously but it's not necessary so One last question for you, and then I'll give you the floor to close or, you know, give us your pitch. Is this Um, a a lot of drivers, right? Who, um, I mean, look, there's going to be some pushback. They're going to say, okay, yeah, every company starts with a free app, and it's free now, and then then they're just like Uber and Lyft. Look, as a seven, eight year old veteran driver, I have so much scar tissue that I cannot get enough plastic surgery to replace all that scar tissue, okay? So I'm going like, yeah, this is all too good to be true, right? Or the app is so glitchy that it's never gonna happen, you know, all this and stuff. And, and I'm going sure. like, what is like, let's say, give me like a, an established market that you're in, right? So you said 650 cities, take the top city that you're in and give us the take rates or what the commissions or the service fee is in those cities. I'm not saying it's going to be the same in the U.S., but yeah. something comparable, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that caveat. It's, you know, being in the marketplace here with the level of insurance and the, all of those particular costs, we have to be cognizant. Uh, around the world, our average commission rate is 10, 10% of the ride fare. So that's, that's kind of the average across the board, across the entire, uh, entire globe as it stands right now. And this includes commercial insurance? This in, this includes the insurance, and they're, they're different in different countries, so okay. I'm definitely not a subject matter expert there, for sure.
2: Okay, drivers do, let's say in the U.S., you're head of U.S. operations. In the U.S., yep. do the drivers need special licensing? Do they need some sort of, obviously, they have to go through a background check. We know that. They upload they their do. documents. Yep. Do they need any special licensing? But it, means it may be city by city, state by state, but let's say you're in Miami now. So what does a what driver in Miami who wants to sign
1: up need to do, right? Other than download the app and upload the documents? Download the app, download the app upload the documents, pass a background check, go through all of the, the the beginning parts of signing up to be an independent contractor for us. Not, no special licensing Um any of that other kind of stuff right now. But it probably will change from state to state, yep. city to city based on local regulations.
2: So uh, give us also a little bit about, uh, a little bit color if you can, what the expansion plans are. I mean, Miami is just Miami, right? And then look, last, last quarter, Uber did 2.3 billion trips. I mean, like, <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, there is, look, there's a, if there's a market for it, you're going to take some share from these people, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But what is the expansion yep. plans what are the next cities because that's the this week you know i categorize my emails as uh, two importance by the subject matter right everybody um, was like oh is it coming here is it coming here is it coming to vegas is it coming to la i'm like i don't know man i'm going to ask the men so you tell us what the expansion plans are
1: yeah you know for me we are currently evaluating all of these wonderful cities across the country so let's let's put that First and foremost, we're, we're definitely looking to expand and move outward. Um, I don't think that I have to go ahead to okay. announce our next city. Um, we do have one. So I'll make sure that we send it along to you um, very, very soon as long as I get the, the green light. Um, but we're, we're looking at our second city right now. Um, so that's coming soon, next couple of weeks. So okay. stay, stay tuned. It's, it's coming. We're coming.
2: We definitely will. And, and you know, I'll give you, you know, we have, I'm sure we took more time than than you have probably. But, you know, in closing, if there's anything you want to add that I didn't ask you or, you know, clarify something that you have, please, you know, the floor is yours.
1: Uh, go ahead. At, at the end of the day, I realize in this ride sharing space that the drivers are very, very important to making this thing work. So being cognizant, of the driver's needs, your expectations, the things that you're looking for with doing this kind of work, because you guys are doing the work, you're putting in the time, you're putting in the miles, you're, you're, you're making it happen, and you're making it easy for me to get from point A to point B um, very, very quickly. So I'm very appreciative of the drivers out there. And so I look forward to um, hearing your feedback, answering your questions, and making sure that I continue to uh, build something that is uh, good for everybody. So that's my goal.
2: Well, great. So again, you know, much appreciated. Thank you for showing up. You're traveling. Safe travels. Let's keep in touch, really. And you know, I'll Absolutely. send you my I'll send you my resume. <laughs> but uh, all kidding Love aside, it. is like um, I think I think there's as a first P 2 P rideshare system in the country that we know of obviously there are other types exist around the globe but um i think you guys are on to something i mean there are many other companies that we talk about you know but uh this may be uh the the one that i think we're going to follow really really closely and educate and inform our crowd as we usually do but um, again thank you so much for coming up um again you know we'll keep in touch let us know you know we'll get the we'll keep it under embargo we're used to news getting news and keeping it hush hush so we'll uh all right let's keep in touch and uh you know come on again for another update
1: love it gentlemen i appreciate you guys very much
0: thank you adam. Right, thank you, Thanks,
1: thank you everyone.
0: Everyone. all right so that was right. adam warner from indrive uh appreciate thank you for coming on uh and kind of talking about you know in drive a little bit more in depth uh, i do see a lot of people in chat when's it coming here when's it coming here and uh yeah i mean if we, when we find out or when they make announcements you know we'll pass it along um hopefully it'll be uh spreading uh quite a bit soon so oh
2: dakota is here dakota is my contact
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey dakota <laughs> um
2: yeah you know what man i don't know i wish him the best right i mean they're they're I don't know if Uber and Lyft are losing sleep over these guys yet, but uh, hopefully it'll work. And Jeff, I need a report. Jeff, You <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> said he had seven pings, so I want to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. we'll we'll have to. we'll maybe we'll have to have him on or something, uh, yeah. or somebody on from who's driving and drive uh, just to yeah, see yeah. what their experience is like. So, um, especially when it comes to the, the, my concern, I think is though, what would. Um, how would the the pricing model be? Obviously, a passenger is going to want to get it cheapest they can, and the driver is going to want to try to get the most of that they can. There's going to be some sort of middle ground, but you know, I saw a couple of people saying, "Oh, it's going to be a race to the bottom." Um, are you going to be able to accept, um, you know, a certain point? You kind of got to know a little bit more. You got to you got to go behind a little bit more and know your worth. So you got to be very, you know, knowledgeable of your city, where things are going on, what's going on. Uh, You need to kind of know, you know, your market, too, I think, when it comes to these counter offers, Um, at least, you know, my eyes looking at it uh, versus, you know, actually being in there and driving. So kind of when it says when I see a couple of people talking about that, you know, race to the bottom. Oh, sure. There's going to be people out there that are going to do that, but they're not going to be in the game long uh, because they're going to take these low, low, ball offers and they're going to be burying their car. Uh, and they're not going to be making anything, so they're they're just going to leave, and then it's going to you know I, it'll eva- it'll you know kind of equalize out. You know,
2: I have the I have my ideas about this because we went through something like this for about ten months with Prop 22 when Prop 22 was coming around, right? When AB5 mm-hmm. when AB5 was the law of the land, you know, we were able to set our own surge multiplier on our chips, right? Yep. And i did an article i called it hunger games right race to the bottom every driver is going to lower their own bids against the other one and whatever not right and you know prop 22 came that got nullified but in this case i think this is an excellent tool to have in the driver toolbox i don't mm-hmm. see any downside in addition to uber and lyft to have in drive in your on your phone as an app as an opportunity. You know, maybe to close a gap. Maybe you're somewhere that, you know, you don't want to burn a DF. You turn your in-drive app. There is a, you know, there's a chip that you want to get back to the city or whatever. Not. so I don't see any downside. Now, I don't know if the app is glitchy. You know, look, they're all glitchy, bro. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the process works until I try it. But Jeff says he's going to go out this afternoon after the podcast and try it out. And I'll definitely be talking to you, Jeff. (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck to them. them.
0: luck to them yeah definitely and then um you know the the i I think it's just good to have another a third person out there you know you got like uber eats you got doordash you got grubhub you got um you know if you're going delivery you've got um spark and shipped and you know all these other ones that are coming up uh curry is another one you have all these different apps and then even more beyond that i mean there's an app almost for everything but You know, if you're actually sitting here doing rideshare, if you're actually sitting here doing food, um, you know, you want more apps because it's going to help you be able to get out there and make more money with less downtime. And, you know, if something happens on one, you still got two to fall back on. But not only that, if there's three in an area, you know, it's it's a little bit of a separation here now. So it's not just one and one, and they can kind of race to the bottom themselves, which that's what they're doing when it comes to pricing um, on both drivers and riders, but you know, the, you get a third person in there, they kind of shake things up. If it takes a good chunk of market share, you know, you got to adjust yourself a little bit yeah. in order to stay competitive and stay ahead. Otherwise you're going to fall behind. I mean, exactly. look at Blockbuster, Netflix, look at, you know, look at the taxi industry to Uber. It's the same thing. Disruptors, that comes in.
2: Somebody comes with a better mousetrap, disruptors will get disrupted. I'm telling you it is what it is. Because drivers are so sick and tired of gamification, gamblification, all this bullshit that they're going through around the nation, right? And this is this is like a fresh break. This is like a breath of fresh air. Nobody's mm-hmm. involved. It's my business, really. I'm just gonna make a bid. If I'm just if I'm too high, I'm not gonna get the trip. I mean, look, man. You know, I mean, it, I don't know how much cleaner this could get. You know, this is as good as keep it simple, stupid will be. Okay. <laughs> you, yeah. you got you. You got the passenger. Deal with it. Takes a minute, okay, you know, back and forth, done. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure there's going to be some pros and cons, and we will figure it out, as they say in elections. You know, Chris, it's too early to call. <laughs> so yeah. we'll just keep posting, and then we'll see where we go. You know, what
0: I mean? So Now, uh, Vinny, I just saw, asked a question about uh, the doors. You know, we we highlighted it, uh, I think, like two weeks ago or something, uh, where he had the InDrive logo on the door. Um, I believe that's a paid advertisement. Yeah. um so from what i heard i think it's like 150 dollars a month to have that yeah. advertised on your car um it's not necessary so uh you know if if we hear anything else we'll let you know so take that with a grain of salt but i believe that's what i heard um yeah. so that's that's um at least on that aspect
2: i i think you know because you know, i those wouldn't are, do that either yeah those are small <laughs> things i think i think yeah. the idea is you know uh for me as a third app um as a third ride share app, I think uh, there's no harm in trying. You don't like it, you don't like it, delete it. All right? What do you want me to say? Right? So yep. um, yeah, so yeah, let's move on. I, I think good luck to Adam. Dakota, we'll keep in touch. <laughs> but Adam promised uh, that he's gonna send me <laughs> his personal email now. <laughs> so come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, again, thank you, appreciate it. Um, you know, it's it's good to, good to get more people out there more um you know recognition when it comes to this and you know all these all these different people i've seen in the chat right now uh bring it to nashville bring it to la bring it to <laughs> hey we'll see we'll see I know. Hey, you know let, let's let's bring it like the surge virus you know started in in central florida and spread out like wildfire <laughs> let's, let's let's do that <laughs> let's not do that
2: <laughs> but no, uh, no, yeah in oh, drive oh, oh, oh yeah definitely i'm all i'm all in you know you know, look, I, I don't want to say too much because actually for the last two weeks, Chris, I kind of feel weird doing these things now because I know the laser eyes are here. So I, But you know what? I'm just going to be free. Just
0: like, I'm just going to well, go. That's, that's no point. Well, yeah. point. But, you know, like I said, we, we did change things up a little bit because uh, we did have Adam on. He was in the airport. So uh, we wanted to bring him on. Uh, quicker so then that way he didn't have any issues with his flight or you know anything like that so uh, let's do the rundown because we didn't even get to that yet Um, so let's talk about that so what we got going on uh, we're going to be talking about a recap of the gig conference uh, 2023 uh, when it comes down to Sergio being there last week uh, and and the the kids uh, Zach and Kim Uh, we call them the kids though but uh, uh, they were there as well too I was on vacation so I wasn't there Um, And then also we're going to be talking about uh, the launch of the campaign for proper legislation for gig worker rights. Uh, Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, Then we're going to be talking about the current Minneapolis situation and just announced we're going to kind of tie in Chicago with that um, because that's new. We don't have any screenshots for that, but we'll talk about that as well. Uh, We got Lyft earnings to go over. Then we're going to be talking about basically the title of today, uh, Lyft wanting to eliminate primetime or surge pricing. For passengers, how is this going to affect driver earnings? Um, then we're going to talk about uh, Dara and his shock, his awe at a 2.9 oh. mile trip. here he cost $52. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what his shock and awe was? He's like, oh, I felt that in my pocketbook. Ooh, that wallet feels a little bit bigger. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we're going to be talking about our gig worker financial freedom segment. I'm uh, going to be talking a little bit about investing there. Then we're going to be talking about uh, how they voted for more autonomous vehicles in the streets of San Francisco. So we got more unicorns. <laughs> here, here's a little fun fact. You can buy cones. Bullshit. On, no, here, here's a fun fact. You can buy cones on Amazon. I just bought four. I did, for did $3.99, about,
2: bro. Three
0: ninety nine. dollars <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, no,
2: T-Moot. t I'm going to buy a dozen on
0: t Oh, there you go. Like the there you go. Over. Yeah, t okay. <laughs> uh, So we're going to be talking about the AVs on San Francisco. We may have somebody coming on uh, talking about that in San Francisco. Uh, so a nice little thing there. We're going to be talking about how a Chicago rideshare driver turned the tables on some carjackers. And then uh, we're going to be talking about some uh, some funnies, a funny story, when it, especially when it comes yeah. to these AVs. So we got yeah. some, some good stuff coming for you. Uh first though, I think uh I think you want to mention uh the, yeah. the little shirt that you're wearing there. Yeah.
2: So this is this is the new design. Actually, hustle part is green, but for some reason it's showing white. I don't know why. <laughs> it says Essence of Gigpreneur. So this is the merch line that I'm supporting. Uh company's name is Gig with it. The link is in the show notes. Uh on checkout, please use Sergio S-E-R-G-I-O um, to get an extra 15% off. In fact, I we're gonna do our first donation unfortunate donation but we are um to a driver who was murdered up in seattle um while he was doing share. so why do i say that i'm saying that because every dollar of each sale um is one dollar of each sale by the company and myself is going to go to a fund that uh, is going to be donated to the victims of violent crimes during gig work okay so paying back to the community as well Link is in the show notes, gigwithit.com. Use Sergio at exit to get your 15% extra off on top of, um, I think it's 20% off already. Um, green screen. Yeah, well, I didn't know we zoom. You know, I just put it on and I look at it. It's white now. I go, like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like? But anyway, so yeah, it's a good cause on top of that. You know, support us and we'll support the drivers. And next week I will show you guys the screenshot of the GoFundMe pages donation that we did. So there we go.
0: Right. Well, if you don't want to wait and you want to get it right now, enter yeah. hashtag gigwithit. it. That's and right. you'll get uh what, what do we what do you give? Let's away? give the hat oh, first.
2: Let's give the hat. Oh, you're first. giving
0: the hat away. Oh, even better. Yeah, a we're, hat. Giving, so, we're doing so, a hat and so, uh, a shirt. Ignore the uh yeah, ignore the the shirt? Get okay. hat, uh, gig with it t-shirt. Uh, we, we'll do the hat now so uh okay. if you want the hat make sure you hit hashtag give gig with it and uh just in a couple of minutes we will uh announce the first winner for that um and right. then uh let's uh, let's uh get into our first one and that is talking about the recap of the GigCon. yes
2: How was it? so excited bro So excited to meet the kids. I had met Pedro last year at Curbivore in March. Not last year, this year. What am I saying? This year.
1: Um, Shout out!
2: Yeah, I know, a few months ago. Um, Shout out to Wallet, my sponsor, to sending me out there. Thank you, Wallet. Great, great trip. Uh, It was two days. Friday was Pedro's event, GigCon 2023. Pedro is the Jesus-looking guy behind me. (laughs) (laughs) And lovely Kim in between. And the frat boy (laughs) on the left. Zach, who is the crew at Money Hungry, as you guys can see. No spaces we David, quick, we did a quick hashtag, uh, hashtag
0: gig with it. Uh, yeah, as, as it is what you see in you know right there, and what everybody's putting in chat.
2: Yep. <laughs> um, so Kim and Zach, I miss them already. You know, um, we have an amazing, amazing crew at Rasha Guy Bro. Let me tell you, amazing people. Friday was a great day. You know, met a whole bunch of content creators and drivers. Um, and uh, actually, you know, a few people that I frequently email with, they came and said hello. Thank you for, and uh, you know who you are. Um, uh, Saturday was Steve Johnson, RideShare Rodeos, which is here's the, the trip, and there's Zach and me, and right in the middle on the on her knees um, is uh, Stephanie V Hill, and. Um, she is the ex DoorDasher who has become a colorado house member and she brought a bill on last year which was killed by uber and lyft and this year she's coming back again but the backstory and then you know on this picture you guys can see Luis bertie of delivery tv you know everybody's in here um we had a great time but importantly Chris <laughs> my big mouth
0: <laughs>
2: my big mouth got big me mouth. we all know
0: your big mouth Sergio
2: you know, we know was,
1: all...
2: <laughs> you know every single time bro every single time i get nailed every single time <laughs> so okay so when stephanie's bill got shot down it was the transparency bill yep and one of the senators colorado state senator we're talking senator now his name is um senator kevin priola <laughs> So Got into I go to a
0: match with him. <laughs>
2: yeah, a little bit. And then, you know, when when he shot the bill down and he's a democrat himself, I was all over Twitter all over him saying you sell out, you're this, you're that. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody's a tough guy on the internet, right? And then I walk in, Steve is shaking, like literally shaking. He comes over, he says, Priola is here." I'm like, whoop! Change your plans. <laughs> so we did our own little bit of a, you know, speeches, and then I took Kevin Priola hostage for 45 minutes for a private conversation. You know, obviously, I'm being tongue and cheek here, not hostage. He intently listened to what I had to say, and you know, we all realize now that with the way things are, Chris, you know, proper legislation we're willing to support and we're here to support. Okay, and to me. I think my efforts, personally speaking, is gonna be directed towards proper legislation for gig worker rights uh, and staying independent contractors. That's it, that's what I'm gonna do. Then I had a great conversation with Stephanie V. Hill um, and you know, what the new proposal or the new drafting of the new bill may look like, which I'm gonna try to help as much as I can. And you know, it was a great, great trip, bro. It was great, you know, meeting people. You know how you people see, you see him on YouTube, you know mm-hmm. it's all two-dimensional it's like it's just you see somebody on tv right and then you see him in person it's like three-dimensional it's just you know it's completely yeah, different. You really so, you
0: get, really good get to see him
2: yeah man it's it's like uh cont- it's amazing right so you know kim zach love you um uh huge thanks to um david of para for putting up the saturday event as well as steve rancher rodeo it was great Saturday. It was a great Friday. It was an overall great trip, other than my flight getting delayed four times due to lightning. It was fantastic, bro. It was amazing. So well at, le- um,
0: at least though again, that was going back to LA, not not going into, into Denver. So at least that's a better yeah. way to look um, at it.
2: Okay, Dara has no chance, bro. I will smash him. But Dara, <laughs> I know you're watching. I think I missed I, I just said it, my big mouth, right? So I'll give you the little background about my big mouse. So, when I saw Senator Priola, I went up to him, I gave him my business card, and I said, Senator Priola, pr- pleasure to meet you, Sergio Avidian of the Chair Guy. He looks down, he's like 6'4 and 280. Okay, he's not kind of a little guy. <laughs> he looks down at me, he goes, Oh, you're the guy. I'm like, Shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, sorry, you know, he's very right down you? here. He's
0: like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: and then i go uh yeah apologies you know you you know it's all fair game he goes i get it i get it but one thing i discovered chris is that a lot of these legislatures honestly i mean he could have walked away he's a senator of colorado like who gives a shit about (laughs) surge he -hmm. intently listened he learned quite a bit and then we tagged him with kim and zach and they took over for another 15 minutes while i was talking to stephanie v And he did not know about tip-baiting. He did not know about unjust deactivations. He did not know about any of this stuff. He did not Mm -hmm. know base pay was $2 and algorithms are going wild and doing this. In fact, we did our test in front of him in Denver. He was like, what the hell is going on here? I go, sir, now you have a lot more tools in your toolbox. Look, I don't blame these legislatures. The guy probably, he's a senator, right? He has probably 50 bills in front of him. First five, he probably will understand what's going on. The next 45 he's probably listening to his aides voting on these things, you know, but I'm pretty sure I have, we have his vote now. So Mr. Priola, Senator Priola, many, many things. Um, if you're watching this, um, <laughs> you know, we need you, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. It was great. It was awesome.
0: Nice. Well, I wish I would have been, could have been there, but I was on vacation. So, uh, I, you know i gotta choose the vacation with the family over so but i'm glad that it was a good time i'm glad uh, you know everybody was able to meet and talk and you know have a have a great conversation especially when it came to you know filling in people who may not necessarily know what they're talking about um or at least when they're voting um on these issues so that's good
2: i don't know how to take this chris <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's saying don't come back don't come back oh, to tell okay,
2: okay. Yeah, I, i'm not dying but <laughs> don't, don't come back <laughs> okay. all right cool all right all right well uh, let's but, yeah, uh, let's
0: do good. away this t-shirt now um, all right let's see who is gonna or i'm sorry the hat that's what the it hat. is. the hat
2: yeah, we're giving the gig with her hat uh whoever wins please e
0: congratulations c e.
2: winner t so whoever wins please Uh, i need your physical address obviously we cannot ship this you know without a physical address and uh so hat is t t okay um you'll get a hat. obviously adjustable exactly what you're seeing here so uh thank you for playing let's go
0: all right so our next one let's talk about uh you know going on with the legislation uh minnesota you know chicago fresh news join the ranks but uh yeah let's kind of do our update with minnesota and then we'll talk about chicago real quick yeah yeah
2: um actually on this one there's fresh news joe our joe that was on last week um no mm-hmm. the week before um he said uber started lyft started um lyft and uber are both saying they're going to leave minneapolis if the city ordinance passes by january 1st i sent it to you right before the show remember? <coughs> bullshit <coughs> <coughs> well i one one time one time one time we want to call <laughs> we have to call the bluff of these people one time, just one single time, okay. Plus, why 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 wait until January one? Just leave now. <laughs> it's like yeah, right. so So Minneapolis city ordinance. This is a city ordinance now. This is Minneapolis, okay? This is just like the Seattle, you know, playbook that we talked about last week. It mm-hmm. starts in a city, spreads out to the state. Starts in a city, spreads out of the state. This now, so we know Governor Walz I'm not going to talk smack about Waltz because one day I may meet this guy. Okay, I'm not going to talk about crap about any executive. Well, exceptions, of course, rule, (laughs) but or politicians for sure. I'm just not going to do it. Anyway, so Governor Waltz vetoed the bill that was passed by the House and the Senate in Minnesota. State bill. That didn't work out. Now he's on a committee, um, you know, put uh, Uber, Lyft, drivers all in one room and trying to come up with a model. So maybe that's why they're gonna wait until January one saying give governor's committee some time to you know figure this thing out. But this bill we talked with Joe, this is a city ordinance bill, city of Minneapolis mm-hmm. only, not for all of Minnesota. Dollar forty a mile, fifty one cents a minute, unjust deactivation rights, and a couple other things are in here. This is just like the Seattle bill. And Uber and Lyft today said,
0: Well, we're gonna leave. <laughs> I'm like cyanora <laughs> <Sayonara>. <laughs> and, Joe, uh, Joe uh, and anybody else who wants to write uh, an email to to the uh, city here, to the uh, to the elected officials there who are, are going to be looking at this and voting on it, um, probably should let them know exactly what's going on. That you know they're they're talking a, a big bullshit game there, and they're not really going to be leaving. Um, we all know this. We've seen this many a time before when it came to. Uh, you know, different, different things. They said that they were going to leave California, the entire state of California, if drivers were going to become employees. Uh, no, uh, we we heard the same thing in Seattle. You know, we heard the same thing in Chicago. We heard the same thing in other areas as well, too. Um, so, you know what? It's time the city calls their bluff because that's all it is. It's a bad poker hand that Uber and Lyft are trying to play. It's it's effective in trying to scare but uh when you ask to show them the cards by uh you know calling them out they are gonna have nothing so yeah. a two well, and a six is gonna is isn't gonna be jack so
2: yeah so you know uh uber and left said that this is an ordinance that is coming around they're gonna vote on this on august 17th which is two days from now chris <laughs> uh joe could be getting 140 and 51 our good old Joe, you're gonna swim in cash for at least three months, Joe, until they leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're not gonna leave. That again, that's
1: just uh, scare tactics.
2: Look, there is look again with balance. Okay, we're not just, everything should have a balance. There are people who use Uber and Lyft for a lot of services who are in need. If their prices quadruple and about Uber says they're gonna double. Literally in this article, I'm just I read I read everything, so I break it down for you guys because we want to go faster today. Is this? uber and lyft both are saying which there's, there's a point to it rides are going to be more expensive in minneapolis than they are in new york city with all the regulations that they have they go people cannot afford that ridership is going to go down there's price elasticity there are people who use it for medical transport there are people who use these services you know uh, ada you know american disabilities all these things all these people they go why are we hurting all these people and and the drivers are saying which is right here i'm going to read one sentence we're going to go to the next one it goes i took a gentleman from downtown minneapolis to the airport a couple of days ago for 60 bucks and then driver made 18 out of the 60. so when this when you see these things right and uber and Lyft says we're going to leave well i don't think you should leave uber and Lyft because look look at the take rate on that thing okay so Mm -hmm. you have to pay a little bit more this is the time to open the purse strings a little bit Maybe not charge the passenger 100% more. You have to eat a little bit of the take rate. Plus, Mr. Kosher Shy, I know you're watching this. Every time I say it, I'm laughing. I don't even know why I'm laughing, Chris. I Okay, listen, Mr. Kosher Shy, you said it on this Acquired podcast, which I watched twice, word for word, okay? You said we want to take our take rate down anyway. Now, if anybody believes that, which let's say I did. I'm not saying I did, but let's say I did. You want to take take the take rate down from 29% to 20%? Great. Don't jack the prices up that much. Pay the drivers a little bit more. That's how you lower your take rate, sir. There you go. Mm-hmm. We accomplish all goals. So thumbs up, city of Minneapolis. Give a give a hand. Give a hand to everybody in Minneapolis who are fighting tooth and nail. And uh, you know, uh, we, we're in support. We're support. I'm I'm I don't know about we, but we're I'm supporting this cause right here.
0: I yeah think this uh, be... no, that's a, that's a wee, that's an absolute wee, because you know like i say I, i'm a big fan of the seattle and washington model and this is you know becoming another part of that so it's the extension they're taking the same kind of uh thing and bringing it to the city here so yeah i think this is a, is a good thing i i said earlier this is the the dominoes falling um yeah. so i think you're gonna start seeing the wild west start being you know, kind of come come back to, to what it should be. Uh, okay, this no is my this ahead. is my new
2: this is my new troll. He replaced the defenestrator. Joe Driver is my new troll. What do you say to this, Chris? What do you think? What do you what should you say to this? What
0: I would say think? Joe. You might want to rethink that. <laughs> um just saying. it's all good um, anyway but, Yeah, but with that being said, not only um, you know, is the is Minneapolis, the city of Minneapolis I'm going to be having their vote very soon uh, in a couple of days. But you know what was just announced in Chicago?
2: I got an email right before I got on the show. Um, Chris, this is happening, bro. This is like so beautiful. It's like a little dominoes, right? Mm-hmm. The city of Chicago is passing an ordinance exactly like Minnesota's, except it's cheaper. Buck 20 a mile, 41 cents a minute. This is for the city of Chicago, not Illinois city it's starting in cities and um you know i'm gonna have those people i'm gonna talk to those people this week it's you know it's out there so city by city by city right the fires are starting and uh let's see where we're gonna go and the one in chicago is buck 20 uh, and 41 um unjust deactivation rights automatically right um, on top of that, minimum fare is $7 a trip instead of the $262. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just honestly, it looks exactly like the uh, Minneapolis package. Uh, it almost like, I'm not going to say carbon copy because the rates are different, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. happening, bro. It's happening. We need to we, we need push. <laughs> we need to push, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I like this one. Does, does the uh, Chicago law include free bulletproof vests for drivers? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah, Chicago is not the best, <laughs> the safest place at the moment.
0: Be but, long. Uh,
2: Megan, thank you, Megan. How did your accident go, Megan? Shoot me an email. She wasn't an accident. The day she installed oh, yeah. her display ride, she wasn't an accident. <laughs> that's,
0: that's right. Hope yeah, yeah, hopefully everything's okay.
2: Yeah. Um th- I, yeah. okay. Mr. Gambit, I can't. We have prop twenty two. So I, I I don't know what to do about that one. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you know, starting, bro. I'm telling you. Um, you know, we're tra- we're trying to create a coalition with all the content creators out there that, you know, there's power in numbers. Everybody's like leaders of their cities and states, you know, get drivers together. Grassroots campaign. We had the people from Seattle and Washington state last week, Teamsters, Washington Drivers Union, as well as our Walt. Look, man, this is a grassroots campaign. You know, go to the airport, talk to other drivers. If you're Hispanic, you know. Um, go to the airport, talk to your drivers, let us let them know that we exist, that we're trying to do, we're trying to fight for you guys. And this is doable, man. It really is. All it needs, is, Chris, all it needs is one of these cities to fall.
0: <laughs> like mm-hmm. know, on, the
2: 8th, on the 17th, if oh, no, no, I, of... I think
0: it's one of the cities to call the bluff. And then, well, then you start seeing more cities. Yeah. That are, like I said, it's it's the beginning of the fall of dominoes. So one by one, by one, by one, bro. There we go. Mm-hmm. So we
2: have more news about this stuff, by the way, while we're doing. We'll break that down in fact we may even have some guests about this but uh, there you go
0: Upright. so that was uh talking about what's going on in minneapolis and um you know that or minnesota and what's going on in chicago uh, yeah we'll, we'll let you know what's going on next week uh maybe we'll see if joe can come on depending on uh how it's voted uh or at least give his grievance we'll see um and then let's let's talk about uh Lyft's earnings so you know, we talked about Uber's earnings last week uh, from the week prior. Last week, uh, Lyft, Lyft had their earnings call. Um, so let's talk yeah. about what's going on there. Lyft's
2: earnings were better than expected. Their guidance was. I'm going to go quick on this because we want to keep going. Um, Lyft's earnings were better than expected. They took a tiny bit of market share from Uber. Their pricing is super, super competitive now. Um mm-hmm and uh in top 20 cities anyway which were they lagging behind um they said about the same they talked about the same thing as you know um a lot of drivers are coming back onto the platform it could be macroeconomic conditions that people have to drive to to make ends meet um, they raised guidance again they talked about chris commercial insurance rates going through the roof except that they're signing a long-term one year for them is long term i guess one year long-term contract with insurers Um, starting in October so that at least that part of the cost is going to be under control um Lyft CEO David Richard bought a She bought like Dara is selling Lyft CEO is buying so you guys know we'll talk about that a little bit in our education segment financial freedom education segment um you know the company says we're going to keep competing right and um they also said something that we're going to do a segment out of because it's been a hot topic Chris I mean. And lift CEO, um, so Richard took over as Lyft CEO April after Green and co-founder John Zimmer stepped down. Isn't it ironic, by the way? I didn't know that Adam was ex lifter I didn't either. <laughs> I was like, wow, what the hell, bro? <laughs> Talk about, wow, insider, huh? Mm. <laughs> Since assuming the helm, Richard has dismissed 26% of Lyft's workforce, which I think he did the right thing and uh, said the company would take on a partner or sell his bike scooter okay we're gonna do that we'll talk about that later so all those layoffs um shaved off shave off see they're using our word it's 330 million dollars in expenses um look the company was on its deathbed chris you know our little tree our yeah. little tree got a little life
0: a, l- a little, a little life. bit it, somebody you know uber uber e- I don't know, windstorm came through, blew branch down. Yeah. Somebody watered it, somebody gave it a little extra light. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's getting a little a little life. Yeah.
2: So Rif reported 21 and a half million um MAUs or MAPCs, monthly active users, and that was up eight percent. So they're getting the passage. Look, what Richard said when he first got hired, you know, all, all the Bloomberg and all the interviews that he did. He said we're going back to the basics. Okay. He says, we have two customers. You know, I'm going to have to mention this. So, Mr. Koshu with much apologies, but you have to listen to this, okay? this is This is emotional. <laughs> it was really, really interesting. So, I have a tendency of counting words during conference calls, like what they keep saying. If they keep saying the same thing over, 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 you know something is about to happen there because those are the words that they use the most, right? During the Uber conference call, earners, not drivers, earners was used just one time one time during the lift conference call drivers was used over 14 times richard kept saying we have two customers one is the passenger one is the driver we're going to take care of both we want to take care of both i mean the guy is like really really personable now uh it was his first conference call they had a couple of hiccups but it's okay uh but you know you could, you, you, I, I don't know you know at the moment uh, you know it's all good right now the next segment we're going to talk about which is going to be like that's he's gonna get hammered on that one, but Ooh. I think, yeah, yeah that's gonna be bad, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Lyft is doing the right things, cutting costs, um, gaining market share back that they lost under the other two guys, um, competing in price, pricing trips correctly, um, and you know, we'll see what the next quarter brings. So, and um, they have a yeah, new CEO, new CFO, new team, so let's give these, yeah, well,
0: e- either them. way, um. They definitely need to, to work harder because like I say, when we when we were in Chicago, I mean, I know what Buffalo's Lake when it comes to it. You know, it's it's you know, about four to one when it comes to Uber and Lyft. But with yeah. Chicago, it was absolutely wild because, you know, when we were sitting there with the drivers, uh, it was just ping after ping after ping after ping on Uber, trip radar, ping, whatever was coming in. It was just nonstop, except for when they got put into the timeout. Um, but then it went into uh, in the in Lyft and it was just like crickets. For the longest time it was like completely opposite so you know if, if you start breaking down that barrier and start making it more equal especially in somewhere, somewhere like chicago yeah you could have a, a big a, a a much much more different looking uh company
2: yeah so i think lyft is uh competing and and i want them to compete because you do not want to you do not want a world where uber is a monopoly <laughs> you, you <laughs> You don't want
0: that. Who knows? Maybe that's in and maybe that, that second company would become in drive and not lift. But uh, uh I think I we'll know. see. But well, you know, maybe. here here's the thing. You you just you just said that they went with 14 times they said the driver, and that they that they have two customers, the driver and the customer. Well, you know what? The customer is gonna hate surge pricing, and dynamic pricing because yep. it, it means it's gonna be more costly, but drivers like it because they actually get paid right. But what happens when Lyft wants to kill surge pricing or primetime pricing?
2: I'm going to get hammered on this. You know that, right? Because they're good. See, I get a lot of emails now. Oh, you're kissing his ass because he's going to come on the show. I'm like, bro, I don't even know. You know, I don't have a date set if he's going to come on. Not come on. I know he's coming on, but, you know, we're just giving him all the rope to see when, you know, I emailed them again, Chris, give us a date, okay. please. Something, right? Okay, here's the deal. During the conference call, this is the only part I did not like. But then I started thinking about it, and then I think you need to chime in on this because I I, I may have to play the devil's advocate in this, okay? A lot of drivers are going ape shit online, everywhere. Oh, they're going to get rid of, uh, you know, prime time. Well, they got rid of prime time. There is no prime time already. What are you guys talking about? now my understanding during the conference call if you guys don't believe me hey man go to the Lyft investor website listen to the conference call it's 48 or 55 minutes long whatever it is and in there they talked about this they said from the first day the writers hated prime time with the passion well yeah because the guy goes one way to a concert you know, cost them 30 bucks on the way out, the same chip going back home, cost them 150. Why is that? That's because dynamic pricing, supply and demand, all the shenanigans, right? Okay. So David Richard says we may have to get rid of prime time pricing. Now, before you all you get, you know, bent out of shape and cuss me out here, hear me out. First of all, under upfront pricing, what's the purpose of bonuses anyway? They're all included in the freaking fare and the algorithm is cutting, slicing, shaving anyway. So what's the point? You're not even getting that full bonus that you used to before upfront fares. That's one. Two, on the back end, they are really ripping the passenger off still with prime time, 100, 200, 300%. In order for him, for Lyft to compete more with Uber, if they, how about this? What if they just get rid of prime time just for the passenger, right? And on the driver screen, you're going to see maybe $2 and $3. And. Look, under prime time or flat rate surge or sticky surge, whatever it's called, bonus. You may catch a unicorn here and there with 25 $30 bonus. Okay. But in general, when I look at my maps in LA, they're like dollar, two dollars, three dollars. They have killed mm-hmm. the bonus surge anyway. So I'm not sure this is gonna hurt that much. Now, if you took all prime time away from the customer, base base rates, let's just talk base rates. Uh, you know, then decline the chips. Nine out of ten are declines, Chris, right? Yes, I understand prime time in my day was my sugar. I mean, shit, there's nothing wrong with doing a 200% trip to LAX. Those days are over. They're not coming back. All I'm saying is maybe they're just going to lower prime time on the passenger side and maybe not completely take it away from the driver's side. I, you know, that's my take. That was my take during the conference call, so.
0: If that's what they're going to do, then then I don't think a driver should have a problem with that. It's, it's the fact that they didn't address if there's yes. going to be a surge pricing on the driver, and they only talked about it on the passenger end. So if you're saying you have two customers, and one kind of relies on it at points to make some extra money, then and the other one just hates it all outright, and I mean, as a passenger, I would hate it outright too. I mean, as a driver, I love it. Yeah. So you, you can see there's a huge huge disconnect there. You know, here's the, here's the thing. If they wanted to do something, they could just say, hey, we're changing our pricing structure when it comes to prime time pricing or when it comes to surge pricing, mm-hmm. dynamic pricing, whatever you want to call it. Instead of us charging 100%, 200%, 300% or a multiplier, we're going to have it dynamically priced where the driver gets 100% of the extra pay so yeah, if you have the $3, $5, $12, that's built into what the passenger would pay, not a, a ride that's 60 bucks or $30 bucks and $150 bucks coming back the other way. You know, yeah. if you're you're going 30 bucks one way and let's say it's a $15 extra, it's $45. So then that way it, it brings it into a much better realm. And then that yeah. way the driver's still getting gonna going to get, you know, the surge pricing or dynamic pricing, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it it brings it, it rains it back in so much instead of Lyft or Uber collecting, you know, the the bulk of that particular pricing.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, one other thing that I need to talk about this is that um, you actually hit the nail on the head, Chris, because during the conference call, you know, these people are all analysts. They have no freaking idea what the driver is going through, right? I'm just a listener. I cannot ask a question during these conference calls, but here's the deal. The proper question after that to Richard would have been, and Mr. Richard, we're going to ask you this when you come on, by the way. So, you know, so I'm giving you a hint. This is a big issue. Now, if you're, if you're going to clear out the maps like Uber, make it all gray or some other garbage color, okay? And get rid of, okay, get rid of all surge pricing. Two things are going to happen, Chris. They are definitely going to grab market share from Uber, right? Prices are cheap. Prices are going mm. to be cheaper. They're definitely going to be cheaper, period. Now, if they cut, so much more on the driver's side, which I don't know if they can anymore than they already have, right? They're going to lose the supply that he was boasting about, saying, oh, we have enough supply. You know, our drivers are coming back. Look, Mr. Visher, this is like a two-way highway. You cut, if you your take rate is going to go down, your profit margin is going to go down. I understand trying to grab market share by having lower prices by getting rid of prime time for the passenger is one thing, but there is repercussions of that. You cannot just lower it you know, on the passenger side and lower it on the driver's side some more or get rid of surge or pr- bonuses altogether, people are going to switch back to Uber again, you know, because oh, yeah. this is not 19, you know, this is not 2015. I mean, people are going to switch back. They're, people are not dumb. So, you know, they're playing yeah. with a little our, bit of a fire time, here, you know. They're playing our with time a is bit of going fire. to the
0: highest bidder. So that means if I'm downtown, you know, 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning huh. and taking, taking rides from downtown, you know, back out, and whatever it might be i what, what app am i going to turn on i'm definitely going to turn on uber because i'm starting to see good surge across the board you know my entire area gets lit up at that time so okay i'm going to sit on there why would i sit on uber or i mean on lyft when Uber's showing the money again yeah. my time goes to the highest bidder yeah, yeah. i
2: agree
0: and so, so you know, mailwire, I mailwire. Mean, I, like,
2: I don't know what city you're in but you know if you're in minneapolis or in chicago and when time comes to support driver causes or rights with city or state bills or or legislation, do not disappear. Don't run like a chicken. Because a lot of people say what you say. We can talk till the end, and not to change is nothing. A lot will change if you guys stand together and and make your voices heard. Write your legislatures. Talk about this. You know, saying oh nothing will change. Well, then then you gave up the fight already. So, but thank you for the comment. So
0: there you go. I like uh, James. Low prices means nothing if no driver picks you up. Exactly. exactly. That, that's that's the thing. If if everybody goes on the Uber platform and nobody's picking up on on the Lyft platform because one has surge pricing, one doesn't. Yeah. You're, you, I mean, as a passenger, you're going to try ordering Lyft. They're going to say no cars are nearby. No. You turn on the the you see the Uber, you see all these Uber signs and probably Lyft signs too at that point, um, going by, but nobody's going to have their apps on. I or
2: yeah, I think Lyft has to clarify what you what they said, because a lot of drivers are upset that they're going to get rid of the surge for both sides, okay? Okay, if, they, yeah. if you get rid of surge on the passenger side, passengers are going to love it. They're all going to clamor to you, come to you, because you're going to be a lot cheaper than Uber, and you're going to gain market share. Yeah, but, you know, as you said, Mr. Fisher, a two, good, two, good two, good two good customers, driver. two customers, drive yeah, you have all the passengers, you have no drivers, it ain't going to work. Remember your conference call? You said driver 14 times? You need this too. You need this leg. This leg is good. This leg you need. Okay. So, but maybe, you know, that can come and clarify to us. And then,
0: you know, we can put something out there. So. All right. Well, let's uh, do our next giveaway and we're going to do the shirt this time. time <laughs> so if you a want to shirt. Shirt, enter hashtag gig with it again. Uh, okay, this in, part is green people. Head. This part is green. Don't look at it as white. It's green. Okay. Yeah. Dang Puzzle. green screen. I'm surprised Damn, it didn't actually screen. go. I'm surprised it doesn't make you see through where it's showing the background. That would be bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I put it on. I can see right through myself. <laughs> oh. oh, put the green screen on. <laughs> yeah. I want to wrap myself in green screen next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, <laughs> and then you just have your head there. You'll be like Harry Potter putting the uh, invisible. The yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I should do the Richard interview oh just like God. that. Oh, it was just my head floating. <laughs> and then underneath it, you gotta have the stash. So let's like you're floating on the stash. <laughs> can, we'll, we'll play the I dream of genie. Oh, shit.
2: Man, man, I you crack me up, bro. See that's that's why when you I don't you know. I have okay, I have never seen Chris in person. I mean I've seen him in, on YouTube. I have not I shaken, I haven't shaken his hand. Next year, you can to your out it. to fucking Curbivore, bro. Let me tell you this, okay?
0: Well, Harry, if you're watching, I, I need a plane Harry. So, screw <laughs> Harry.
2: No, Harry, <laughs> I know you're flying to New York. That's why I can talk shit about you. You're in the plane. <laughs> Harry and I had a great, great, great meeting. with. Oh, he's really in my backyard. <laughs> is he? Oh, he's here? <laughs>
1: um, he's in New York. But, okay, I mean, yeah, back so, here meeting the other
2: oh, side. I got asleep. you. I got you. Yeah, we had a <laughs> great lunch. We have great plans for Show Me The Money. He's supporting us all the way, you know, thank, thank, thankfully to our audience. Oh, by the way, can I? Um. So I'm going to mention this. I was going to do it at the start, but then I go, maybe not. But then, you know, let me just throw an olive branch to, you know, who we're talking about here. So last week we put up a... Um, Uh, not last week, two days ago, we put up a video, right? And uh, we had a screenshot on it that had the initials RD. RD stands for Rational Driver. He's a driver that sends me quite a bit of information, right? And um, without going into detail, so now we're mentioning, go to his website, check it out, Rational Driver. You know, he has uh, good information for drivers, um, cost calculators and things like that. Um, but we had a little bit of a fallout due to his knuckleheadedness, but it's okay. Um, you know, we forgive and we move on. So yeah, there you go. What's the next one?
0: Um, we are going to be talking about Uber.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So yeah,
0: he's got so much play. (laughs) I know. Here's the thing. If if you are doing an interview with somebody and they tell you, "Hey, I'm nine mile, fifty six dollar or or fifty dollar Uber yeah. trip or fifty dollars or whatever it was," you'd uh, be like, "Oh my god, yeah, hey, hey, uh, oh. all right." Well, hold you on. know, yeah, this
2: conversation is crazy, bro. The guy, first of all, the guy is Stephen Levy. He's the editor of Wired Magazine, which I'm I'm not friends with, but I know of him. But I work with Arian Marshall quite a bit. It was him. He took an Uber, two point nine miles, <laughs> paid fifty bucks including chip. and then he asked Dara, "What do you think I paid for the trip?" Dara said twenty bucks. He goes, "No, fifty, sir." He was like, his mouth fell to the ground. <laughs> it was
1: like, oh
0: yeah, yo, you know. So I was, I was, get this. I was walking my dog yesterday. True story. I was walking my dog yesterday, and all of a sudden I come up. I'm looking down at the street, and I come up, and there's a, a nice folded ten dollar bill just laying oh, in man. the middle of the street. Yes. so i pick it up i took i, I look at it. i'm like oh this, yeah it's a real dollar bill it's not not anything else uh but you know th- that's what he's thinking he's like oh i just put 10 bucks more in my pocket
2: <laughs> yeah, 24 million and 10
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's it and so there, he's like oh there's a sucker born every minute <laughs> yeah
2: so with my big mouth i got on twitter as usual and i dm Stephen. okay and he responded in kind i said Stephen, you cannot just say you paid 50 bucks for a 2.9 you know three mile trip including a tip, you have to clarify, what if you took Uber Black? If you took Uber Black, of course, it's going to cost you 50 bucks for three miles. You have to give me some more details so I can do something with this. And then he goes, you go, Sergio, I know the difference between Uber X and Comfort and Black. I go, I, 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 I get that, but you should put those details because you can't just generally put something out there and expect people to understand, right? So this was an Uber X trip, Chris.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: You think he got ripped? Yeah, he got ripped. And, uh, yeah, he got ripped. And, and anyway, but he paid. And Dara was in shock. That, he, oh, my God, 50 bucks. Okay, first of all, I hope he tipped his driver. Maybe the trip was 40. He tipped the driver 25%, 10 bucks, right? So I'm guessing driver made maybe 12 out of that. 12 plus the tip, maybe, you know, 20, 20 bucks, hopefully, out of the 50. And, you know, um, happy-go-lucky. And But Mr. Koshan's right, with all the respect, um uh you know you you said you did, if you don't accept chips the algorithm is is bad it's not working it's still not working sir it's still i tweeted no. it i tweeted some chips to get god awful out here sir we need help okay we really do we need to fix this so um anyway but yeah
0: yep well let's uh let's go on with our next uh winner
2: yeah t-shirt this time you need to email me your size as well people you need to email me your size it's green with white lettering on top ta- the bottom
0: and it is joe oh
2: joe our good old chicago Congratulations, joe. joe my man joe in chicago okay this is they're all going to say the fix is in it's not in joe's gym joe's the man in chicago joe i better be seeing you i better see you in that city council meeting bro let me tell you this <laughs> We have a huge crowd in Chicago, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna light some fires in Chicago, bro. That coming up on September 17th, people. But you're gonna hear before then anyway. There is a that's a good ordinance, city ordinance. You gotta go support it. You gotta knock on doors, shake hands. Joe, send me your physical e- address and your shirt size. Thank you, sir.
0: All right. Right. And uh, you know we we do want to uh, we want to give give away some money too, right? So let's yeah, let's, do let's just do that. We'll, we'll do our first one now. Hashtag goodness, money really in the chat for twenty five bucks, man. We we are the giveaway kings right now. What is going what's on? What's going
2: on, bro? I don't
0: know, but hashtag money in the live chat. Live money, chat money, only.
2: Money. <laughs> live chat only, please. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, all the videos will have like money. <laughs> uh, Dara ex wife who sued him for not pay? Huh? <laughs> uh, this just flu. I don't know. Okay, lowercase money, uh, just like it's on the. That's like it's on the thing, guys. Okay, it's yep. not that hard.
0: Hashtag money, twenty five bucks. Put your, yours in. And we'll do the uh, drawing for that. You could win some money in a little bit. Uh, let's move yeah. on to our next. This is our, you know, our gig work for the future segment. Um, yeah. so this is going to be talking a little bit about investing because seven minutes. You want your money to do something. <laughs> you don't want to sit there because otherwise it's going just going to lose value because yeah. of inflation. Your dollar does not go anywhere near as it used to last year, two years ago, five years ago. And then you look at, you know, if something if something popped up on my Facebook the other day. I was scrolling through and it showed like a, an ad for a house. It was like a two bedroom, one bath, or a three bedroom, one bath, or something with a carport. And uh, it was a house, like 7,500 bucks. What? The whole thing. Wow. Yeah.
2: Buy a few. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, um, you're going back many, many a year, but still it's, it's like, holy crap. Okay. <laughs> if only. Um,
2: yeah. So, you know, with, with, the um, thanks to our sponsor for the next six weeks now, MIMO, go to their website, please check it out. It's really, really, really great app for you to create some savings for you, do some budgeting planning. Hey man, we have yeah, to do this for ourselves. Yeah, fi- yeah. Financial freedom. Okay. Um, and, um, Oh, this is the other article okay so okay so you know some of you may or may not know i was on wall street for 20 years i'm still trade stocks and and derivatives and whatever comes with it okay this is not financial advice or stock advice so please understand it however if you look at the history of financial markets over the last 150 years the best instruments instrument to invest in for the long haul has been stocks period most more wealth has been created through the stock market i'm not talking now jockeying and trading day trading all that bullshit that you will hear that people flame out overnight and then you'll never hear from them again i'm talking about long-term investing okay the stocks have done considerably better than other asset classes such as Commodities such as real estate, I'm talking over long periods of time now. So yes, last 10 years, maybe real estate may have due to Federal Reserve pumping, helicoptering money from the skies because of the pandemic, because of much many other reasons, you know, real estate has done well, but look at inflation. You you, you know, you guys are all screwed. We're all paying 150, 200% more for everything, right? But in general, st- being part of a company or a shareholder of a company These companies can raise prices. You can also keep pace with inflation. So my thing to you all is this. This is a simple game, okay? The way I invest, I have two different portfolios, my trading portfolio and my long-term investing portfolio. For everybody, this is a simple thing to do. You can go open an account anywhere. Webull, Coinbase, um, Schwab, you know, Ameritrade, you know, they're endless, okay? Why don't you just guys like put 50 bucks a month into an ETF ETF call is called an exchange traded fund right you and something called that i've been doing in my life is something called dollar cost averaging okay can you can move to the next screenshot market does not go up see see this is a history of the market for the last 20 years okay or 25 years as you guys can see there are sharp pullbacks but in general the trend is up now even if you bought Right in the middle of that, there is a top there that the market collapsed after that. That is 1929 crash, okay? Even with that, even if you bought that, well, none of us were alive, of course, but as you guys can see, the stock market is like, you know, two steps up, one step back, two steps up. So even if you bought at the top, what's gonna happen is that if you do dollar cost averaging, meaning if you, you know, buy the exact same amount of dollars every month, okay? 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you can put away, create a nest egg for yourself, or treat that money as a, you know, um, as a fund for a rainy day. This is all things that we can easily do with online investing, online trading. These are all easily done. So all I'm saying is that, you know, if you want to create total financial freedom, it's not going to be Uber. It's not going to be Lyft. It's not going to be in drive. It's not going to be any of that thing. Okay. It's going to be you looking out for yourself. And, and you know, We put up that video, Chris. You know how many people said, oh, drivers are broke. We don't have any money. Well, if you cannot spare 50 bucks for yourself a month, you are doing something wrong. How about this? How about don't eat out junk food every day? You will easily save yourself 50 to 100 bucks a month, okay? Mm -hmm. And invest and long-term and dollar cost average, and you will have a nice... Look, I'm not telling you it's going to be enough for you to buy a house in Beverly Hills, but you will have funds that are compounding, earning, you know, this is plus dividends. And it's growing on an average of 6 to 10% a year. And lastly, on this subject, in my world, there's a thing called rule of 72, people. Please listen to this. If your return is, let's say, 10% a year, you take 72 divided by 10, is 7.2 years that means whatever you put in 7.2 years ago is going has doubled already and it's going to double every 7.2 years and guess what historical averages including dividends on the S&P 500 or the general in you know in general Dow Jones and S&P 500 or the Nasdaq has been in general between 9 and 11% per year so whatever you put in 7 years ago doubled and imagine week by or month by month by month you're investing the same amount Market goes up, you buy. Market goes down, you buy. Market goes up, you buy. That's called dollar cost averaging. You will have a fantastic, fantastic gift box sitting in your corner. So don't ask me about individual stocks. I know some of you do. I'm not going to give advice, but this is one way I invest for long term. And please do this. This is easy. Please do it. 50 bucks a month, man. 100 bucks a month. Stop eating jack-in-the-box or some bullshit that you guys eat and get heart attacks because ride-share driving is unhealthy anyway. Just take that money, make a sandwich at home, save the 100 bucks, and go put it in some freaking account every month and buy the S&P 500, spiders, S-P-Y is the symbol. No cost, zero cost, zero commissions. Just keep investing. Up, down, up, down, up, down, and you'll be fine. Every seven years, you'll double your money. That's it. What do you got? What else do you guys want? So there you go.
0: I think uh, that little thing right there on the screenshots where it says, what are some high return alternatives to investing yeah. in stocks? I mm-hmm. like that little thing there. Comics, Comics, art, trading cards, Lego, farmland, collectible wine, high-end purses, uh, handbags, real estate, and crypto. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, crypto, you know, we may have, uh, we have we cannot talk about crypto yet, but uh, we'll talk about that. And look at, look at, look at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> I can't deal with this, man. Anyway, so oh, please, please, <laughs> stock tip investing, camp stock. okay? No cat food, no antidepressant companies. All I'm telling you is, I'm not giving advice. Please, I've been doing this. I'm 55 years old, gonna be 56 in March. You know, my long-term portfolio looks damn good, especially if you don't do with the S&P 500, which is the spider, which is the ETF exchange-traded fund. Create yourself a high-dividend portfolio, stable stocks. I do very, very well. I mean, you know, right now, if you can create a four, five, six percent dividend yielding portfolio for yourself, you're collecting the dividends, reinvest those dividends, don't take it out as cash. Look, these are simple things to do. Lastly, if you guys want to learn more about this, email me, okay? Not personal emails, but email me about ideas. What do you guys want to talk about? Do you guys want to talk about stocks? Do you guys want to talk about bonds? Do you guys want to talk about commodities? Do you guys want to talk about crypto? Whatever it is. Give me some ideas, and then we'll every week we'll talk about one subject, and then we're trying to educate you guys for a true financial freedom, not this bullshit other things that you guys talk about. That's it.
0: All right. Very true. But let's, uh, let's give away some money, so you may be able to get your first $25 to invest in. Very possible. Ah, yeah. Now look at this, let's okay? All see-
2: oh, 30 shares of Uber. See, I was going to say this, but you know what? Now that this guy said it, I'm going to say it. There we go. Hold on. Nick Hummer, 25 Nick Hummer. bucks. Congratulations. Email me, email me Sergio at the RideshareGuy.com. Please. Otherwise, no money. No email, no money.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say this.
2: You I don't hammer me. Six okay, eight months ago. Uber stock was twenty dollars a share. Here, I I'm I, I don't mm-hmm. have Uber stock. Okay. Mm-hmm. <inaudible> <Is> Thank
0: <inaudible> you, <Gabe? inaudible> Okay. That's nice
2: right, <laughs> Here's the deal. Uber was 20 bucks a share eight months ago. Guess where Uber is at today? 46, 45, maybe 45 ish. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a double and a, that's 100% plus another five bucks. Okay. How about this? You guys were new. You guys knew the second, the second upfront fare showed up. You guys knew their take rate was going to go up. You didn't have to be a genius to figure that out. You looked at it and go, holy shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Boom. You go buy Uber stock. Yeah, I know you we all hate the company. Hey, man. You know, if they're going to screw you, you can be a shareholder or now Mm -hmm. Lyft is like 11 bucks. Same thing. Is this guy going to turn the company around eight months from now? Are we going to do this and look at Lyft to say, oh, look at Lyft. It was 10 bucks. Now it's 30. Right. You guys can do that, too, on the side. Right. But you're in the game. You're in, you know, there are DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, all all these public companies that you're an insider, literally, because you know what they're doing to you. Well, if they're screwing you, you know
0: they're doing well.
2: Get it? (laughs) So you guys, you guys, you know, can be all smart about this. Figure this all out. There you go.
0: Uh, Why your name didn't show up? I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's literally whatever it is is hashtag plus the the thing. Uh, Maybe your name did show up. You just didn't didn't see it. It does go through. It can cycle through pretty quick. Um, I mean, there's 60 entries in there. So um, yeah, beyond that, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, if you just do hashtag and then whatever it is, so if it was hashtag money, hashtag m o n e y, whatever it is in the chat and what you see other people uh, putting in, it just o- does it automatically through uh, Streamyard, which is what we use. Yep.
2: Okay. Yeah. Exactly. E- Lyft e- was. E- e- uh, I wouldn't have bought Lyft e- at eighty bucks with your money, but I may be thinking about it.
0: We, we're we're hearing something strange from you yeah He's going, eh, 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 eh. okay kick him out <laughs> well uh we, we're ringing gabe on because our next uh our next topic yeah you, you gotta fix whatever's on your your mic or something is it my mic it's not my mic right no oh, it's his okay you gotta, you gotta fix something on your end because uh, it is uh, making a very strange sound. E, E, that's going E, 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 E. So, um... <laughs> that's, that's yeah, he, he's true. Not drinking and driving.
2: <laughs> so much for hey, the exactly. EV genius, bro. <laughs> this is the <laughs> EV genius. He can't even control his fucking microphone. Eep, like, eep, there.
0: Eep. Nope, still going on. <laughs> well, uh, we, we why don't we uh why don't we skip that segment until uh maybe you could get worked out whatever it is. Okay. Oh wait, nope. Nope. Oh nope, there it is. I still hear it.
2: You're putting cold butter on a hot meal, bro. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know what? While Gabe, you're fixing that, what we're gonna do, we're gonna go into our, our topic uh beyond bringing you on. Uh and then uh we will uh let me see, slide 18. Uh, and then we'll bring you on so you know one of the big issues when it comes to chicago is some of the safety and carjackings are a huge thing Uh, it's a a huge thing you know in a lot of areas but chicago is probably the most well-known or the worst you could say um so chris can you can you hear me i can hear you now yeah okay you're not getting you're not getting the uh the garbling getting whatever it was before no
3: (laughs) okay good so it's uh, okay good i i I should have had my headphones on. Um, sorry about that. Hey, I uh, I can't stick around because uh, I got to pick up my uh, got to pick up my kid at school. So
0: uh, okay, well then we'll we'll go back to that right now. We'll talk about our different topic. Should we do that, yeah.
3: All right, there yeah. we go. So, I I guess I had to I guess I had to ditch my whole puppet shtick.
2: Yeah, you did. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, oh. uh, and then right. the ukulele ukulele is is next. But um, so Gabe, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, the CPUC, oh the CPUC, the company the, the, the government agency that regulates these fucking animals. <laughs> uh <laughs> animals.
3: <laughs> are you talking about you talking about the rideshare companies or are you talking no, about, about um, these
2: these cone heads, yeah. bro? The, the the unicorns, bro, right here. These, these the uh, the, the self driving cars. So, yeah. Yeah, the AVs, the yeah, Yeah, so yeah. the cone heads, you know. Do I have to um, do I have to
3: disclose I have GM stock?
2: Uh, yeah, you should. You should. Okay. I, I, I I don't know. I mean, we're, we're
0: gonna yeah, make well, fun of it. So <laughs> we're
2: definitely make fun of it. I'm gonna come put a coin on your head next time I see you. So here you go. So here's the deal. <laughs> we're so, from France. You, okay, I'm from France. Thinking? All no, right. you're not. So what do you think about the CPUC decision? That they have to release thousands of these things now. In hey, yeah, it's in your neighborhood. I don't give a shit. Honestly, more power. Well, not until a virus I, I think, spreads to you.
3: I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of um Misunderstanding about the role of the CPUC, the CPUC, the CPUC's role is um, not to like regulate San Francisco or regulate transportation in the Bay Area or, or all their, their only, this a very narrow thing that they do. Is this technology safe to use for limousines, basically, right? Limousines and, and uh, TNCs. And they, I think they just looked at it in that kind of very narrow viewpoint. They weren't looking at what's the impact going to be on employment, on the environment, on traffic congestion, on any other factor. They're just like looking really narrow thing. Like, can these cars drive people around San Francisco without crashing into things? Yeah, pretty much. So just two to one.
2: uh, You're on Twitter, right? Have you seen some of these videos on Twitter, bro?
3: i yeah, they're, they're tremendously fun. But also over the last couple of years, two, three, five years, I've seen these things driving around San Francisco, both manned and unmanned. And, you know, the way they drive is disappointing. Also, there's a good video of a <laughs> former friend of mine, of a, a friend of mine who actually used to be my Sunday school teacher, Barry Toronto on the San Francisco Standard website. And he took a ride in a Waymo car. And talked about the difference between being driven by a Waymo and being driven by an actual cabbie. So okay. that's that's an interesting thing to kind of look for. That all right. So
2: get, do you know it. because none of these journalists put out a number, and I'm sure they don't know. They would have put it out otherwise. Like, do you? How many do, do you know how many um, AVs, uh, Waymo and Cruise AVs, are on San Francisco streets these days?
3: Well, I just read a. I mean, the San Francisco Standards reporting on this is really outstanding, and it.
2: Oh, I was. Uh, in they there. said. Was I in there? I think that
3: was, anyway. maybe uh, he, the, the CEO of Cruz said they have 400 cars.
2: Okay. And, but after the CPUC decision, do you think it's going to like go to 4,000 cars? No. Right.
3: No, probably. I think, did I read somewhere? He said it, they might double.
2: Double. Okay. How about this? Yeah, uh, no, t- no. Tell me, you know, you're a smart guy and, and you're a I, lawyer I too. You. So yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's tell me, <laughs> you know, I talked to a journalist about the economics of this business, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, that, you know each one of these things is probably 60 70 thousand eighty thousand with all the later rides or whatever right yeah so t- i and on one hand i'm actually happy that they're all putting these things out there right because now they have skin in the game because there is no more zero asset business model now they have to maintain these cars they have to buy insurance on these cars just like the rideshare driver did right so just replacing the rideshare driver, do you think these things are going to be surviving economically by pricing trips a lot cheaper than a rideshare driver would do?
3: Well, right now, my understanding is that uh, that they're charging more than the standard rideshare <laughs> charge. Uh, the economics—I don't know—I wrote about this five years ago, and exactly, I, I don't see—I don't see what the business model of this thing, as usual. The tech companies, the tech bros, the people coming up with these these solutions to problems that we have, uh, they always come out with the technology first, and then their idea is, "Whoa, well, well, the technology, you know, the everything will follow." The uh, <laughs> nice one, Norma, uh, everyone will follow the uh, the technology, we'll figure it out. You know, it was like, oh, atom bomb. We'll just build an atom bomb and then we'll figure out how to use it responsibly. But it's the same thing with artificial intelligence. It's the same thing with autonomous vehicles. So their focus is figure out how to make these autonomous vehicles, you know, cheap enough and reliable enough technology so they'll be useful. And then we'll figure out the details after that what whatever just yeah. like okay,
2: just like rideshare then right No yeah. rules. I mean, no, it's no exactly rules. the same oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah you. move
3: fast and break things that's that's silicon valley and
2: so your regulators um, up there did not learn anything from rideshare obviously no
3: the regulators don't learn anything i mean they're people so of course they don't learn anything and right. uh the regulators don't learn anything and then the uh and um the public doesn't learn you know it's just the same thing it's like we're all aphasic and we just keep doing the same things over and over again. I in the meantime, yeah. okay. but in, in terms of your your question about is this ever going to be a profitable thing? I mean, I think eventually, I guess. Okay. But but does does GM want to be in the rideshare business? Does GM want to own you know five hundred thousand of these cars and operate them and clean all the bodily fluids out of the back seats every night and and also graffiti? These things yeah. like Oakland. If these things operate in Oakland, for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> ten, 10 guys are going to jump out of their cars with cones and surround the car and strip all the equipment off of it, rob the passengers, and then leave them.
2: Um, yeah, well, there's but, potential for uh, that. But, uh, there's going
3: um, to be graffiti on these things. But um, uh, who's going to who's going to pay to to operate and to purchase, operate and maintain these fleets? I hold that eventually that if Uber and Lyft um, want to incorporate autonomous vehicles into their business model they're going to expect drivers like us to purchase them. And we'll be like people that own a vending machine business um, where you have no. vending machines <laughs> and you spend your day, you know, uh, cleaning and repositioning and nope, right. Not not that, I, I think that's, that's what's going
0: to happen. On, yeah. Talking about a few years ago. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you,
3: so, I mean, Uber doesn't own any cars. Lyft doesn't own any cars. GM doesn't want to own cars and, you let the General well that's what I Brian that's what in. I
2: was saying. You know, now the shoes on the other foot, right? Now they gotta spend mm-hmm. billions and billions of dollars on these fleets that they mm-hmm. never had the pro- So I'm saying here, you know. I know you, I know you want me to ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you If they couldn't make any money <clears throat> with a zero asset business model, how are they gonna make money with billions of dollars worth of inventory in these expensive machines? I don't
3: know. You know, they they get the money first from the investors, they develop the technology and they hope for the best. That's the Silicon Valley model. That's what All right. Uber did and Lyft did. And, and you know that my position has always been that these yeah, companies yeah, yeah. can't be profitable, but I yeah. guess I'm wrong.
2: But uh, Well, who's... one time, one, one for one quarter, you were wrong. So we'll see what happens, but here's yeah. the deal. Um, do you feel like these things have added to oversaturation or, or saturation problems up in San Francisco? Oh yeah. As far as they have? I mean, not really,
3: not yet. Yeah, um, but they—I mean, all, I mean, the market's oversaturated already. So yeah. the the only reason, and the reason the market's oversaturated is because of dr- you know driver incentives and bonuses. Yeah. Um, because I, I know these people aren't driving down from Sacramento and Stockton and you know hundreds of miles away to sit in in a Fisherman's Wharf on a Wednesday night because they think they're going to get rich from taking a bunch of four dollar and thirty six cent trips um so the companies are dumping money to oversaturate the market um how are they gonna you know how are they gonna um make how are they gonna make a profit doing that
2: I don't know uh good question I don't think it's going to be a profitable endeavor I think they have other other plans behind all this you know which could become you know human productivity what they can sell you in in an hour that you're in the car back and forth from work and things like that but those are for another program so so you know um more cars obviously means, you know, less demand for existing rideshare drivers and taxi cab drivers, right? And if they put out like this, you know, this Craig said 2500 of them, that's a lot for a city of San Francisco, bro. I mean, I don't yeah. know how many, well, how many how many cars there are Uber and Lyft cars are up in San Francisco, but 25 Sometimes as many
3: as it's, it's of course you never know because these companies aren't transparent, and yeah. they don't tell anybody, but I know that when I was a taxi cab driver in 1995, the yeah. San Francisco taxi cab fleet was about 860 cars. OK, now there is something like 10, 20,000 Uber and Lyft cars operating in San Francisco, which is seven miles by seven. And, you know, uh, most of them are probably in a in the upper left, in the upper right corner of the city. Yeah. So it's very, very uh, saturated with, with cars right now. You dump another 2,500 cars in there. And and here's the thing. What are these cars going to be doing when they don't have a passenger? Are they going to be circling? Are they gonna Probably. be parked somewhere? Where are they Probably. gonna be parked? Are they gonna just drive at three miles an hour down the street? Did you yeah. there's one twi- oh, there was one just video on
0: middle Twitter. Sit <laughs> in the middle of the road. Just sit yeah. right there. Wait for the they next They panic.
3: Ride. The cars, they should rename these cars Karen's because at the, <laughs> at, at the slightest hint of at the slightest difficulty, they turn their hazards on and call for help like
2: <laughs> well we, I, we're, there's look, a man
3: we're,
2: <laughs> we're seeing all these all these videos on twitter they're just cr- crazy funny but they're also huge problems here man mm-hmm. i saw one today i don't know if you saw this thing almost ran over two moms and two kids crossing the street at a stop sign literally yeah. I like, mm-hmm. okay so yeah. lastly on this and what do you think about the liability issues? It's like if one of these things kills somebody, well, who, who's liable? Who, who, you think they're going to get, well, there's no driver, there's, oh, the cruise is going to get sued. You now what's going to, happen? Uh, it's weird, but I mean, look at that. Are case they driving around with commercial insurance? I, I don't even know. Does I mean, anybody get this? Be, stuff?
3: If, if, if there's no human driver in the car, yeah. then I guess the theory of liability is going to go to whoever is like, whoever's in charge of the car, like whoever, whoever. Whatever person is in control, like if there's a person somewhere who can access a control panel and actually like control the car, that person is going to be ultimately liable, like in a criminal sense, in a civil sense, like in terms of product liability, that can be split among the manufacturer of the equipment, uh, among the company that makes the software, among the people that are making decisions about how it's programmed. I mean, it's going to get very, very muddled and yeah. weird and messy. And there was a case in LA with the Tesla driver who had his, who had his uh, autopilot on and he, and he, uh, and he rammed another car and killed two people.
1: Yeah.
3: And he, he's, he, he was charged with manslaughter.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like there's going to be a whole new industry with these things um, as safe as they say they are. The other thing, the other thing I have in my head is this, I have a proposal, uh, Gabe. <clears throat> yeah. Every time one of these, you know, do you know how they commingle? They're like ten of them get together somewhere and then fuck up. <laughs> yeah, they like the platoon. Desert, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So every slots. time that happens, every time that happens, yeah, ten thousand dollar fine each occurrence and each car.
3: Okay, a million dollars right there, right there. <laughs> that, but uh, the problem is, is that have you been to San Francisco?
2: Yes. Or oh, lately, no, it's not lately.
3: There, there's no traffic enforcement whatsoever. So. <laughs>
2: So I don't know
3: who would be writing these fines. Maybe the PUC. I don't know. The don't PUC know. has no, well, no enforcement. No, it's
2: very obvious arm. that if somebody videotaped it, put it on Twitter. There's like there was a concert the other night up in San yeah. Francisco, and then they caused havoc. It's like they could. Oh yeah, uh, get...
3: right. Outside lands. Yeah, it was a yeah. huge event. That you know, that's one thing that uh, that's an interesting point. The outside lands, and this this is why I don't drive for those giant events. When you get yeah. these events, I don't know if you guys have driven, tried to pick oh, people have- up when there's like a quarter million or a half a million people no, and they're all point. using their cell phones at once. Yeah. yeah. Not that much, but close. Yeah. It, they're, it, the cell phone networks can't handle it and you can't get any cellular data. So your app doesn't work. You can't, yeah. you mm. can't tap arrive. You can't accept trips. You can't call your passenger unless you see the passenger in some obvious spot. Like you can't pick them up. So okay. that's what was happening with those cruise cars. The cell networks got overloaded and these cars can't, can't drive around without
2: they just throw a fits, they go like I can't go. They, oh. they oh. Karen
3: and uh and Karen. shut down. Yeah. They just,
2: they're like,
0: help, help. There's a man. I don't know what he wants. Help
2: me. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, we'll uh, talk, people we'll keep oh, there's, talking there's about this. There's a coat on my head. What do I do? <laughs> there's a coat on my head. That's the, that's the signature Karen knows. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, you know, watch them build like these arms that come out of the side, pick up.
0: Oh, like and, Near, and like Near, plucks a little cone off its head yeah, and yeah. drops
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like uh, you know the the what do you call that? You know the the, the robot that becomes a human. What, what is it? not the, the Transformers? It's yeah, transformer. the transformers, yeah, it's like a transformer. Well, Zook, get rid of the cone and Oh, <laughs> well, what
3: about what about what if they give them the reasonable power? You know the cell. You know the U.S. Supreme Court has decided that a corporation is a person. So why not a cruise car? And then you can give that means it has the right to self defense, and then that's when they put the run you guns. over, yeah. Or, 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 or uh, or 7.62 <laughs> 7. caliber miniguns mounted on the roof with laser oh, yeah. range fighters. There we go,
2: Terminator okay. is here, baby. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the biggest yep. bullshit I've ever seen. Gabe, game, yeah. just because they well, can build hey, it, doesn't hey. mean we need it. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's you thing. know, in
0: all these movies like Terminator and stuff about the robot uprising and all that, you yeah. know, they don't tell what happens. As the transitioning was happened, all they do is just show the upper, upper, or the robot right. upright. Right. They don't show the the drunk, crack out woman who's riding the the delivery robot. Right. <laughs> <make a> <laughs> Yeehaw! Right. I mean, that's you that's didn't what, see. What, you what didn't
3: see. It, you, know? you didn't see Terminator Five, Florida. Did you? Where? where? <laughs>
1: That was anyway, a, you missed that one. That but, was a good uh, one. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. So uh, and the last or no, next subject before we ship you out to your uh, fatherly okay. duties. Okay,
1: okay, okay, well,
2: okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is part of our funnies, bro. And and Uh-oh. I thought we should talk about this for at least a couple of minutes. Okay. So there is a couple up in mm-hmm. your. <laughs> oh yeah, I told oh, you. cleaning yeah. cleaning ah, clean fluids. fluids.
3: Me, spilled me, fluids everything. out of your back seats sorry they're more sensitive okay members. have you
2: read this article yep okay. yeah you know <laughs> they're they're like doing this on purpose now they're they're up to now, count number six now that they're doing this right in the cars getting it on in the cars and people you know they go by they're just watching him having sex in the car and i'm going like you know now I get it. I get it. That people are curious, and they're you know young people who are gonna like and do some stupid shit like this. But then there must be laws that having sex in public, you get arrested, I guess. But then you're in a car, so I guess you're not in public.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all about expectation of privacy. But I, this is San Francisco, where where the San Francisco Police Code specifically defines nudity as exposing your perineum. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing, I'm not kidding, you can look it up, or don't, but uh, uh, there's not a lot of enforcement of anything
2: in San Francisco, it's, it's a, you know, it's pretty So, anarchist. is that is that why San Francisco's a yeah. shithole now, is that what's happening?
3: Well, no, I think you can make that argument, uh, if you that. don't enforce laws, uh, you know, some laws have actual yeah. purposes.
2: Yeah, and, defend um, the police, there you go. So, next page, this couple tells their story, this is like a six-page article. <laughs> And I'm going like, they're casually going, okay, even though about getting down and dirty in a oh, robot taxi, boy. okay, this is going to happen. This mm, is pretty so, spicy
3: stuff for show me the money club.
2: Sergeant. Yeah, man, you know, it's all right. This is our this is our funniest. But for some there, dead, Megan, a woman in her 20s, took her first robot taxi ride, ride, you know what I mean?
0: Mm, you know, hey, on a recent oh, late gosh. night
2: excursion. You know, it was also her first time having SEX in a driverless vehicle. Mm. So, and then there's this guy, supposedly, he looks like the Robocop gigolo. You know, his name is Alex, I think. (laughs) He just, you know, makes women happy. And then he just drives around in cruise cars and then women hop in and get their stuff off and then they go on. So this is gonna happen, people. And the car that comes to pick you up next could be this car.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like, like, you know, the the other thing is wait until the homeless guy opens up the door and then just takes a nice piss or shit yeah. right in, in the car. Well, and then what about, and says, all right, see ya. What, what about the homeless guy? What about the homeless? What about,
3: uh, what about a junkie? What about a guy who shoots up some heroin in the back of the car and he passes out?
2: Yeah. Well, in the article, there the, are... Um...
0: The seat has a little thing that'll actually lift up and push you out.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, Or an
0: ejector,
2: ejector seat.
3: Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. Oh, and then
0: there's going to be bloody needles
3: in the so floor. If you look one
2: more, Chris, there's laws actually about open containers, smoking pot in the car, all this shit, right? There are supposedly mm-hmm, there exactly are laws. Well. So, you know, obviously these things have cameras all over them, right? They're going to watch you. Big Brother is always watching, right? And uh, so if a couple gets in and gets it on in the back backseat of a cruise or a Waymo, what is this car gonna do, you think, Gabe? Is it gonna go pull over to a hotel automatically? Or this...
0: no. no, no. Sir. It, it it's got it's got little shades that'll go all the way around. Yeah. And then it'll it'll play the music in the background. Maybe <laughs> maybe if they're
3: maybe if they're drinking maybe if they're drinking out of a big orange cone, it'll stop.
1: <laughs>
3: hey, but I, I really gotta I gotta I gotta
2: jet uh okay. I don't wanna let my kid wait there. This was fun. No, no no uh um, right, you, you should you should i mean this is a hot topic you should definitely talk about this on your on your oh, show yeah. no up.
3: we'll go we'll okay. into it up please and then can i plug the our uh absolutely EV money pl- okay. uh, so that's going to be that is going to be this coming thursday day after tomorrow me and chris talking about everything ev rideshare related and relevant and probably some other stuff too so hope some, you join uh,
0: us, E Robots. <laughs> please come. Yeah. Please check
3: out our. Please check out the uh, our Uber and Lyft EV driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounded pretty good. Actually, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Yeah. Have um, you been in one by the way yet? Have you taken a trip in one?
0: No. No. Come on, man. <laughs> here's the th- here's the one. The ones that that freak out in the middle of the road are called Karens. The ones that you piss and shit in are called Johns. Oh, oh
3: man, all right. On that note, I'll see you on, on Thursday, note. Chris. Thanks a lot for all having right. me on Sergio. All all right. Right. See you guys
2: right. soon. <laughs> I'm, oh, uh, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh boy. All right. We're all just lost control today, bro. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, let's back it up a little bit. Let's go back. Um, yeah, we wanted to bring Gabe on when we talk about these AVs. Um, essentially, uh, I'm against the AV, uh, push right now. Um, and I think the only reason why it did get pushed forward was, uh, most of the people that showed up to the thing in San Francisco were workers, <clears throat> workers of Cruise or Waymo. Just throwing that out there. Yep. Uh, because I've heard so many people complaining about them and, you know, just how bad it's been. So These, yeah,
2: they're going to kill somebody soon and then, <laughs> I'm not laughing. Oh yeah, they are yeah uh so my email sergio at the my phone number no <laughs> but so sergio at the Guy.com. okay thank you so yeah
0: screen recorded Somebody. the tesla battery info for uber what
2: oh you know what i sent you that uh, screen recording in tony's car in from denver where it was fully oh, autonomous yeah. we have to show that at some point or we have to put a video like that or something
0: on we'll that right. a, yeah we'll put a video for that yeah we can make yeah. that out Sergio's yeah, first time in a full set driving cell. Or oh, shit, full my Tesla. Hey,
2: man, this thing needed a nudge all the time, man. It's just like, it didn't want to go. Tony was like, eh, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, Tony, you remember that? <laughs> but, uh, all right. So uh, what else we got left? We got. Uh, all right. Well, we let's talk
0: left. about uh, what uh, yeah. about a Chicago driver who uh, turned the table on some potential Kudos. carjackers. Pew, 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 pew. You
2: betcha. Yeah. Payback is a bitch. You know, this guy was strapping and he was, you know, legally carrying a concealed uh, carry license. These two knuckleheads tried to carjack the gentleman and the gentleman opened fire. Hit one in the leg and the other one grazed in the arm and the carjackers took off. I'm like, hell,
0: yeah. Sounds like he he needs some gun control there. Well, he he needs to go out and go. uh, He needs to uh, actually go to the range a little bit. Easily yeah. control.
2: Yeah, if you can yeah. Well, you know what? Shooting a human is not easy, bro. Um,
0: no, no, it's not. No. It's not something that you want to do. But no, I mean, but, like, uh, this is the unfortunate side of things. Like, if people are going to try doing something like this, you got to be protecting yourself in, in some way, um, however you see fit. Uh, just make sure you do it the way you need to do it, and you know, if you do it, then. Uh, you just gotta take the knowledge that it could kick you off the platforms because right. you're not supposed to be yeah. carrying according to Uber and Lyft, yeah. which is something I say, um, hey, if you're allowed to carry uh, legally, okay. uh, you gotta go through a larger background check than you do when it comes to driving rideshare. So you probably want somebody who can pass that type of background check on your yeah. platform. Just what saying. was a
2: company that come into LA now? Actually, I heard uh, the one that drive- all, drive- all drivers carry.
0: Oh, um, oh, Blackhawk,
2: Blackhawk, was it Blackhawk? Black Hawk?
0: Black no, I'm, I don't remember what it is now. Something oh, like that. Thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't remember. Interesting. You'll have to keep yeah. me posted on that. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: I, I saw a tweet about that that they're coming here. So the 26-year-old driver had dropped off passenger about 1 a.m. and I don't know where South Millard is. So for Chicagoans, is it a good area, bad area? I'm not sure. Uh, Two people, a man, 20, and an 18-year-old woman, walked up to him and announced a robbery. According to Chicago police, the male suspect took the victim's cell phone, then fired shots as the two robbers tried to flee the scene. The driver, who has a valid concealed carry license, returned fire, good for you, striking the man in the leg and grazing the woman in the arm. The man is in the hospital. The woman uh, didn't go to the hospital. Well, you're going to go to jail, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) ma'am. So... So yeah, but in this case, right? uh, We always talk about safety. You have to, obviously we can't carry, we know that. Um, But, hey, you know, you're on your own. You gotta have your head on a swivel. That's it. Yep, absolutely. And I found this nugget, Chris, in my app. This is from my app, by the way. And, And I'm like, I read this twice and I was like, I don't know what this means. Maybe you'll help me with this our goal is to ensure that everyone has a safe and reliable ride okay that's why uber prohibits riders and their guests as well as driver and delivery partners from carrying firearms of any kind of uh, carrying firearms of any kind while using our app asterisk and the asterisk says to the extent permitted by applicable law do you see what that means does that no, mean like if we're... i have a concealed carrier i can't fucking carry is that what it means
0: well first off one thing um your car is your personal property so they can't dictate what you can do or can't do technically in your car okay. um they can remove uh your access to the platform though um but they can't it, it, like it's not enforceable in any way uh when it comes to that but then okay. to the expe- extent permitted by applicable law yeah, that is that is something there because it's like well if you're legally allowed to carry why couldn't you
2: yeah well this is kind of open my eye like if i have concealed carry permit i'm fucking carrying <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> so i don't know i mean you know it's tough in la by the way to get a concealed carry it's almost impossible really. Uh, yeah but uh yeah so so but, didn't change uh, it all
0: with the Supreme Court decision last uh last year, October? No, no, November, bro, no. whatever came out.
2: No, no. no Interesting. Whatever. Yeah. I have to have my gun in the front seat and my bullets in the trunk, even when I'm going to the firing range. And I'm going, what kind of bullshit is that, bro? Whatever. Anyway. Um, uh that,
0: you know that, that's why the lightning storm was trying to get you out of there going back for four times. You no, know, I it's swear five. to God,
2: yeah. So you know, so that's very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we recommend.
0: This and lifesaver, bro. Yep. Display ride dash camera. If you don't have a dash camera, you definitely need one. Um, again, we like the display ride for the fact that it has cloud service, so that means it uses LTE network to upload to the cloud immediately as it's recording. And so your monthly fee goes for all that, including the camera uh making sure it goes up to the cloud the storage on the cloud all that good stuff so it's not just you know you're you're spending x amount of dollars per month trying to get it no it's it's because there's there's a lot of things going in the background that you may not know um so yes and including that you know if you're uh, going to put in uh, our viewer put in RSG20 for 20% off bringing it to $20 a month instead of 25 which is going to save you 5 bucks and it's something you can write off in taxes as a tax expense when it comes to a business expense
2: yep 20 bucks bro it's nothing seriously people I'm serious if you're driving <laughs> if you're driving something
0: you definitely need to have
2: if you're driving 20 hours or more or even not I mean it's just it's just driving share. you don't know what the next passenger is going to bring um I mean what's 20 bucks a month where do you not spend 20 bucks a month I don't know I would I don't definitely, know, definitely buy it.
0: 20 bucks a month and 50 bucks a month for investing and, and you're yep. good <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah, whatever. I mean, safety, you know. You can't invest if you're not alive. So, I'm going mm-hmm. like, no, I mean it's a must these days, you know. Maybe 5, 8 years ago I wouldn't have said it, but in these days, i share can, I mean, dash cams is a must for Yeah, I'd
0: you share. need it. Must, must. You definitely need it. And in fact, hey, maybe you'll get uh, month one right now. Free? Maybe we will get yeah. month one free because you can get $25 a month. You just got to enter rsg20 and check out with uh with that and you'll get it for 20 dollars a month so you have five bucks left over which you could invest or you could just invest the 25 i don't know it's up to you uh but enter hashtag smtmc into the chat now uh we're gonna be wrapping up in just a little bit but uh we're going to uh do our last giveaway which is hashtag smtmc and uh to our our viewer i forget who it was earlier um again it's just hashtag smtmc as it is what you see right underneath my mic uh, yep. the same exact thing.
2: All right, people. All right.
0: So-, so this is Jeff.
2: Norma. Hey, Jeff. Um He got the merch and he's wearing it. Looking good, Jeff. Looks really good, buddy. And then uh thank you for your support as always. Always, always. So we thought we'd put him up. And he's going to be the one that reports back on InDrive. He's, he's our he's our in drive eyes and ears in Miami at the moment. And um you know we're going to be um yeah Sergio Colonia yeah. we're going to be um um talking a lot about in drive coming up. Honestly Chris I seriously did not know that Adam Warner was ex lift for 5 years. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I not know that either because but I did not even talk to the guy. <laughs>
0: yeah I but would it works like,
2: out. I was in the dark. I, I His assistant was setting up all the stuff. I'm like, is this guy even going to show up? But he seems like a lovely man. X lift. He knows what not to do. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, yeah. So, anyway, uh, link is in the show notes. There's, like, really cool merch. Use Sergio in checkout to get an extra 15% off. Um, there are many different designs or whatever not. I'm wearing one. He's wearing one, gigpreneur one. Um, Jeff's looking good. Now Jeff had a health scare. Health scare about three months ago. We we talked about it. He had a triple bypass. Was it quadruple or triple? I think it was triple. Uh he went under the knife. I mean, he looks like a million bucks. He lost 50 pounds. He's keeping it off. You know, look at him. He looks like a movie star. What the hell, Jeff? I mean, hello. <laughs> Oh, oh three okay triple bypass Please. and uh he's doing really well and he's back on the road driving and enjoying himself and um uh, thank you jeff thank you for behind
0: the, the in drive that's bro. right that's damn right bro you know yes, uh, uh, i i had an idea i don't think they should call him Cruiser waymos at this point i think they should call him like red light robot or uh something like that and
2: uh <laughs> No, but this is definitely going to happen. You know what we should do, Chris? Like, if you can jump, like, to the last two screenshots of the ones that I sent you, there are, like, rules and regulations in this shit. They wrote it down already. Um, this one or the next yeah, course. actual rules, right. Uh, actual rules riding Robotaxi, right? And then there's rules for open container, right? When asked, both Cruz and Waymo uh, sidestep commenting directly on what is not allowed in their cars. What does that mean? Answer the fucking question, because Megan and Alex, Alex got in and got it on, right? It said, famous. Famous. <laughs> <laughs> "Um, you know, oh, and yeah. Waymo." So, <laughs> <laughs> so, on the next screenshot, on the next screenshot, you guys will see. Okay, can you drink and be driven? How about that? That's a good question. That's a damn good question. Open container is not allowed in California, period. But now there is no wow. driver there's no driver right Uh, so Cruz and waymo like um like to tour like to tout that their cars will never drive drunk well obviously morons there is no driver in there (laughs) a a position cruise in particular has plugged in its partnership with modern mothers against drunk driving okay got it but what about the passengers this the um, the vehicle code is pretty clear on that front. Drivers and passengers are prohibited from drinking alcohol. Now, how many people do you think, Chris, are going to, you know, apply that law and not get in the back um. seat of a Cruiser Cup without it, with a red cup? Hell, yeah, they're all going to do it.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, I mean, just look, man, but please, just because you can build it doesn't mean we need it. I think these things are a bigger pain in the ass and you know what? This is a segue to my good friend, Brian Merchant, L.A. Times. His book is coming out in September, Chris. It's called The Blood of the Machines. I swear to God, this book could not be more timely. It, it talks about, you know, in the old days, 50, 80 years ago, the machines started replacing textile workers, and then they're called Luddites, and they all, you know, had an uprising, right? Now we're having the same thing. Now we have these robots. Um, you know, delivery boxes and AVs, right? Replacing humans. So his book is very timely. We're going to have him on to talk about his book when it's out. And next week, plug Ali Kashani, the head of not head, CEO and founder of Serve Robotics, is going to be our guest. Those are the little boxes that that uh, lady was doing a little bit of.
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I think the, the the Austin was the robot's name. And he's a very cool guy. You know, obviously very smart. Austin is? It, it was Austin. The car's na- the, the robot's name was Austin. <laughs> yeah,
0: he got a name. ride of his life. <laughs>
2: yeah, Austin definitely got a ride of his life, yeah. So he's going to be our guest. And hopefully week after that, David Richard is going to be our guest. So what an August. We just we should retire after that. We're just done.
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, though, that uh, that'll be on. So well yeah, once we know, know, know. If, if david's gonna be on then we will let you guys know uh let's yeah. do our drawing and then we'll uh, wrap up the show in just a few moments yes sir all right it's let's 25 get bucks this screen share going
2: second 25 here we go
0: and it's vincent, vincent, Schuller. Schuller. vincent.
1: Wait, wasn't that who, who
0: was complaining i didn't see my name in it wasn't that vincent was, <laughs> was it i think wow.
2: so the fix is in well, there
0: you go <laughs> <laughs> congratulations jeff.
2: Jeff, thank you jeff um the rising starts you know you know what he's damn right bro uh, rising star uh, that's damn right chris and sergio keep up the education series it's virtually important to save Yes, it is. Come to Florida mm-hmm. no I just need to carry. You know what? I'm taking you up on that. I swear to God. Yeah,
0: Definitely there's a lot of constitutional right. carry states. I think it's 27 states now. Yeah. It's out.
2: So. Um, I I don't know, but I, I like it, you know. And um, thank you, Jeff, for your support as always. So we got four winners. One for the hat, T, John McGraw, uh our great friend in Chicago for the T-shirt. We got Nick Hummer and Vincent Schuler for the 25 bucks each. Please email me, Sergio at the Guy.com. Anybody else want to email me, um, Sergio at the Guy.com. Screenshots, you're on my eyes and ears. Without you guys, we cannot do this week after week.
0: Um, so that's it. I think i have done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, well, we want to remind you tomorrow, it's Money Hungry with the Kids, Kim and Zach. Oh, they got a good show for you guys. Uh, every Wednesday, so make sure you check them out, uh, especially if you're in food delivery, last mile delivery. That's more of the stuff that they're going to be covering uh, when it comes down to their topics. And then Thursday, join myself and Gabe. We're going to be on with EV Money, uh, doing some EV stuff, talking about EV. And I'm I like to play the devil's advocate against some EVs, so uh, i got to give him some run for his money there. Uh, but we'll be uh, doing that on Thursday. So. Hopefully we'll see you guys over the next few days, and then we'll see you guys next week, uh, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll have some fun with the uh, the robots.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, much love. Please be safe out there. Okay.
1: Please be safe. So. All right. Have a good night, everybody.